Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and we are bringing you fantasy news today. We got two-thirds of the Friday crew. TD couldn't make it. He'll be back next Monday. But we got Bogart Scott Free in the building repping the GMM network. Yeah, give me money. Man, we need to get a lot of this money right now. And let me tell you, we got a grip of news to get to. Let me shout out to everyone who's up in the crew. I'm an island boy up in the crew. What up? Uh, let's see. All right. Let's just get to some of the first news. Vanessa, what up? Then said, damn, Jamal Williams just popped up as a COVID reserve illness, but no info. So yeah, if anyone has questions on anything, that's how kind of how we can roll, you know, with the Friday news. And so as of right now for the lions, so we already know Swift is out. Jamal Williams being placed on COVID reserve. He's going to be out. Uh, there's just not enough time, you know, with uh, with the negative tests or whatever that he would have to get. And as of now, TJ Hawkinson is doubtful for the game. So, so pencil him out. Pencil him out. If he's doubtful on Friday, yeah, they're, they're not playing. You know, I just realized I always say pencil him out when you're supposed to say pencil pencil him in, right? So what, like erase him? Yeah, cross him off. Cross, cross him off. off. There it is. There we off. go. Yeah. So who do you think's going to be then? Nobody. I don't want to play anybody from the Lions. Oh, hold on. I'm re- I'm reading right here. It says in an un in an in an unprecedented event, Coach Dan Campbell is starting at running back. <laughs> this is going to be what it was that like in the longest yard when the coach has to come in at running back right at the end. <laughs> Nate Scarborough is coming in at fullback. Listen, go ghost. <laughs> Hey, who is he? Is this Scarborough? Nate Scarborough was the name, yeah. And uh, in the first one, I can't remember who it was, but it was Burt Reynolds. No, no, but we actually had a Scarborough running back from the Lions last year, in the, or the, two years ago. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. I don't think his first name was Nate. It was a black dude, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, Scarborough was his name. Yeah. They need that guy back. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Lots and hey, listen, no, no one wants to start anyone against Denver anyway. No. No, they suck. Not none of those bums. Jamal Williams would have sufficed, but. Yep. So while we're on it, no Swift news. Did they rule him out yet? Are they still trying to be? No, Swift is out. Swift is out. Okay. Oh, dang it. All right. Hold on. Yeah, Swift is. Swift is out. Hold on one sec. All right, here we go. And uh, live from Sports Talk with Jake says, what up? Got the house smelling like New York steak. I like it. I like nice. it. Nice. What are we talking here? A1 horseradish? Like how, put it in the chat. How, how, are, you, how are you doing your steak? Like what, how, I, I'm always curious to know. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I mean, 
I was always on that Mac Dre tip, you know, and he's even got it in uh, in one of his lines, you know, yep. steak ain't right without the A1, but like, it's really just shitty steaks. You know, if you're rocking a good steak, you really don't need any A1, but uh, it's making my mouth water just thinking about it right now, though. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this much, though. Uh, you can you can bake and wrap steaks makes it always better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. filet mignon is already incredible. And then, you know, you get the bacon wrap filet mignon, bruh. <laughs> I love that shit, man. You ever been to one of those Brazilian steakhouses? Hell yeah. Man, the, those bacon wrap filets, like, man, those are, those are always the ones I'm trying to triple up on if I can. The key is, like, because they give you, like, like, I mean, this one joint that we go to, they have like these mashed potatoes, right? And the key is just don't fuck with the mashed potatoes, even though they're fire, because that's how they're trying to get you. That fills you up. You know what I mean? You got to go straight carnivore when you go to those joints. Carnivore with a little bit of veggies. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, Life and Sports Talk with Jake. He ain't playing around. He said Tapatio, bro. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Tapatio. <laughs> give me money, bro. You there we go. Said that raw tomato and purple onions. There we oh, go. And Dion ain't fucking around. He said, I love A1 sauce on any steak regardless. He said, my parents hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if they hate you having A1, you know, can you imagine what Patrick Mahomes' parents like feel about him? Right. Catch up on the steaks. And whether it was a joke or not, I just, I just like, I, I, I hope that that's true. That at one point in his life, he liked ketchup on steaks and now they're making a joke about it. I mean, ketchup on like meatloaf is like a thing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Meatloaf can get dry, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but meatloaf to me is really just like a big burger at the end of the day. Exactly. Right. Yeah. A big dry burger half the time. Yep. And <laughs> second take hey. extra said, "How about them cowboys? Let's get it, bro." Yeah, we can't <laughs> mess with TD today on his cowboys. We'll see you on Monday though, if we can. You can shit on my Niners if you'd like. Second take. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join you. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm an island boy. I said, fuck ketchup on steaks. I've never had it, personally. Never tried it. No need. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, ketchup is for, like, maybe maybe on some burgers, right? Meatloaf, you know what I'm saying? Um, whenever I go to, like, breakfast joints, you can get, like, hash browns and eggs and shit like that. Like, yeah, ketchup. Now we're in ketchup's realm. Yeah. <laughs> and what did Dion say here? Uh, yeah, they always say a good steak doesn't need sauce. I mean, if it's real good, you don't need no sauce on it because it's going to have already flavors, you know, from the steak itself. But, uh, you know, if you're getting, uh, I mean, I know there's some people who like to get a hockey puck, you know, get that, uh, get that extra well done, you know, steak. And that's probably the time when you need it. See, like having hella kids that, that it, 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 my steak, I can't make the steak medium anymore. You know what I mean? Like because you, you're kids, right? Huh? Because your kids like won't fuck with it, right? Yeah, they're not gonna eat like a, a semi, you know, pink steak. And I, I wouldn't give it to them either until they're until they're more older. You know what I mean? Like they might that shit might upset their stomach. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I was a kid, bro, I was I was eating the steak like fucking bloody, bro. That shit was fire. Yeah, and see, and I just I don't remember eating like I just don't remember eating a bunch of steaks when I was younger. We mostly went to my grandma's house who was making food when my parents were working and shit. And we'd go there after school and she was always just making Mexican food. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Fire. Hell yeah. <laughs> and triple X Lex said, trip me out here in JC in the background. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, he was good. It's too hard doing it in the same uh, in the same room, um, you know, having the two computers and the echoes and all that shit. He had a cool spot downstairs, like in like the the entertainment room or whatever. But shit's way too popping down there right now. Mm-hmm. I heard JC Pennies was rolling in. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, did you hear that, Bogart? He's no longer JC Money Design. Yeah. He's now JC Penny after the shit that he's been pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but his beard, his beard is his beard is a million though. Oh yeah, that, that can't take anything from that. How how's that, the beard in real life? Is it as luxurious in real life as on online? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But one thing you never get to see him in the elements. I'll tell you, his beard looks way more hardcore when he's got nothing but snow in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> looks like a real Viking at that point. If, I always imagine if I had like a beard or an afro, like I would store things in it. <laughs> like, just like man like have my weed sack up there you know shit like that. Just right here. <laughs> i mean shit look at marge simpson she used to keep the family's christmas uh, you know money up there exactly nobody knew big old jar and everything <laughs> right and antonio you can shit on the jets everyone does <laughs> there you go the jets shit on themselves oh yeah the people's champ, yeah, said ranch on steaks is fire. I've never had ranch not, on steaks. I'm not mad at it because I'm a fan of like steak sandwiches, yeah, and, or even Philly cheesesteaks. And I'll I'll have ranch on the side and dip that motherfucker. Yeah, hell yeah. And we're gonna be getting back to the beginning, guys, and we're gonna get back to the news. You guys know I like interacting with you guys, so I like all the comments that are coming through on our steak and uh, meatloaf tangent. So second take extra said uh, meatloaf is good uh, with a good sauce with it. Yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I mean, some you're putting the sauce on top of it, you know, and stuff. It, it all depends who makes it, right? Let's see. And um. Life in Sports with Jake says uh, medium rare all day. Me too. Garlic powder and lemon pepper. Yeah, that's all you need. Hell yeah, and butter. Yes. Because if you're making a good steak, like literally, like, I mean, shit, you throw a little bit of, uh, you know, garlic salt on there and a little bit of pepper, like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's really all you need. That's really all you need. And like, I'm I'm a fan of, uh, I think they call it the gristle. You know what I mean? Like when you, Mm -hmm. the the pieces with the fat, bro. You know what I mean? So funny, man, because like, you know, it's okay getting that. But like every time my wife gets a steak or whatever, you know, if she doesn't get a filet mignon, there's always some fat, you know, there. And uh, I guess I just have it written on my face that I like fat off of the steaks. And so she always gives it to me. I'm like, you're a bad influence. (laughs) And there we go. AP on Twitch said, I grew up uh, on a farm eating steaks rare as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Straight off the cow's back. I mean, especially when you know where the meat's coming from, you know, like. That's for sure. You know what, too? Um, the motherfucking uh, uh, when you when you buying your steaks, right? Here, here's something I learned. I forget who I learned this from, but like the more yellow the fat is on the steak, like the more tender that meat is already. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So if it, if the fat's like super white, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, it's it's not like it's gonna be a tough steak. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's a little tidbit I picked up somewhere along the way. Hey, we've had some tough steaks, you know, like, man, we, I'm sure yeah. there's some people who've had some tough $2 steaks out there. Uh, I mean, them $2 steaks, you know what they do, right? They hydrate the fuck out of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then once you, once you fry them bitches up, cause I've, listen, I've lived hard times before. You know what I mean? You know, dusty roads, but you've had some hard times, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Anna said, ketchup and mustard on hot dogs. No ketchup on a steak. A1 steel sauce though. Mustard, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
And I, and you know what too? I'm not mad at um A1's like bastard cousin, uh Worcestershire. Like, you know what I mean? Just ah uh, when I'm when I'm frying up the steak, you feel me? Just a little bit of Worcestershire in that bitch. A lot of sodium. And uh second take calling out JC Penny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. We grew up when you when you're a young fly motherfucker, right? JC Penny's one of the first stops. Then you graduate to Macy's, and then you graduate to Nordstrom's. You feel me? Unless you're in a place with Fred Myers, and then you might go Fred Myers first, and then Nordstrom's. You know, after mm -hmm. that. But come on, we're raised by the Mac. I buy from Nordstrom's, not from Fred Myers. <laughs> but it's so funny. I remember, like, so this is already after I'm like, I've heard Mac Dre and stuff, and we go to like my um, my cousin's house out in Oregon, and like. There's no sales tax in Oregon, I believe is what it was. So we we did all the like our, our shopping and shit out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. To get some extra shit. <laughs> and I remember, um, I remember my aunt was like, Oh yeah, we should go to Fred Myers. <laughs> and, like I didn't say it, but man, that, that's all I was thinking is man, fuck Fred Myers, go to Nordstrom's. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, let's see. And uh People's Champ, what up? Bro, I just wanted to say that if you start Madison this week, you shouldn't be playing fantasy football. I'm not going to say that's true because there's a lot of people that don't watch this show, bro. Like, that's what I'm going to say because, like, if you guys watched this show yesterday, you knew not to play Madison or you at least knew that you had to play Cook. And maybe you put in Madison as a secondary option also if you had some really shitty, uh, you know some really shitty, um, you know, players to choose from. But this is the exact reason why I did not like Madison to start the season is this exact reason. Because when Dalvin Cook comes back, he is always the man, and Mixon is never mixed in at all. Let's see. Who else we got in here? Okay. We got some new news here. So we're just, we're jumping around. We are jumping around. And uh, Elijah Mitchell, he is officially out. I just saw it uh, pop up. A couple people threw it here in the chat as well. Okay. Debo was also out warming up, but they didn't give the extent of how much he was really, um, you know, doing things at practice. And uh, Bogart heard that um, that Wilson was a full go. Uh, what do you What do you think, bro? Like, where Where are you going? Because just like we had all those cook. Fucking Madison questions. I bet you one of the biggest like questions we're gonna get is Wilson versus Hasty over this weekend. This is what this is why it's Shanahanigans, right? Last week, you know, they go Hasty is gonna be the guy behind. Uh, this was like quoted by Shanahan. He he will be the guy behind Mitchell. So everyone's racing to get Hasty this week. Then, but that's also because Wilson was like not practicing then he goes into a full go right so now here's then then they're saying wilson's gonna get the start if if he goes and he's in a full go so he's gonna go but but if debo goes i'm not starting any of them motherfuckers yeah because i mean debo's gonna get probably more i mean more touches than i'm not gonna say both of them combined but i bet he has the ball 30 times right it probably it's probably split 10 10 10 you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Debo is the, at, at this point, Debo be the one that they put in the red zone packages. Yeah. So like he's, he'll be in there in the money downs. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. I believe it. I believe it. And Debo, I mean, I, we, hopefully we hear more. I'm sure we'll hear more by tomorrow and stuff. And maybe we'll hear some more stuff like right now, but 
him getting out there at least to you know be out there in warm-ups you know yeah and then uh if if Debo don't go Wilson and Hasty I think they're just it, 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 you know it'll still be if they run the ball 30 times it'll probably be like you know 12 8 and then like you know some miscellaneous uh Ayuk and like uh what's his name uh use check and that's annoying yeah it really sucks and uh it and like it's so hard to judge cool. the matchup too because the Bengals they show up and then they don't show up like they're like schizophrenic. Yeah. So I don't know which bang. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you if this is like a solid matchup. So I, I, I don't know. I probably. But if I mean, if you're in a pinch though and you got to start one of these guys, it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Wilson. Yeah, for sure. I'm. I mean, if Debo plays, I'm probably avoiding it altogether because I mean you're not sitting Debo. Debo plays, you're playing them, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Debo plays, that makes a lot of question marks um, pop up. Yeah, and my man David throwing in the super chat, you know, man, and uh, and people's champ. I put you down for the extra for the extra entry as well. Let me just get David's down here too. All right, here we go. Let's get it. Let's see who else we got here. Dang it. And Antonio said I got hasty um, in WWF one to replace Keenan Allen. Oh man. We just still don't know. We still don't know what's going on yet. I mean, he's going to be the passing down guy. That's, that's, that's one thing I'll say. Yeah. And let's see. Woo. Woo. Life and sports talk with Jake says, by the way, 15 days until the dab. Let's get it. Let's go. That's, that's just the cunt hair over two weeks. Yeah. What up, Ruben? Shout out to the 420 crew. All right. We got off on a big, big tangent, and we almost got to this part. Um, Let's, let's, uh, you know, let's have a moment for Demarius Thomas, you know, DT, like crazy. Dude is 33 years old. I mean, I know there's some people listening who are probably younger than 33, but I'm 35. Bogart's uh, 37. You know, now. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy hearing stuff like this. And also, I mean, Stu brought it up how he got into a big car accident, you know, about a year ago, then dealing with all these seizures and stuff ever since. And I mean, that's really all we know as of now. We don't really, we don't know too much other than that. But yeah, man, moment of silence. We got to pour one out and smoke one for, for DT. Tough times. Yeah, man. And, um, he, uh, I mean, just when I, you know, I went down the little Demarius Thomas rabbit hole this morning. You know what I mean? After I, I woke up to that news and I was like, oh, that's crazy, you know? And like, you know, um, you know, everybody's going to remember Tebow, you know what I'm saying? Like being what he was, but like that play was all Demarius Thomas. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Also, what did he throw? Like 10 yards or something? Yeah. <laughs> and and he houses it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Uh, he uh, when when he got Peyton Manning, he comes in at he finishes the year fifth overall at the at the position. The next year he finishes first, twenty thirteen, and then twenty fourteen he he was uh, I think it was ninth, and like and then um, twenty fifteen I think he was sixth or something like that. But like, I you just forget how dominant he was. And it was for it was hella consistent too, you know what I mean? But then it just fell all the way off after Manning, you know what I mean? As it as it 
you know, as as it should probably. I mean, pretty much for any, I mean, the Broncos in general completely fell off. Like, yeah. I mean, the offense has been shit ever since. And you know what's crazy is like, I don't know why nobody, I don't know what happened at Demarius Thomas because then he ended up like with the with the the Jets and I was like, what are you doing over there? You know what I mean? That was like what two years ago, maybe. Yeah. Three years, four years ago, 2017. Yeah, Demarius and uh, Eric Decker, right? Now, Decker was already gone by then. It was like Quincy Nunwa and fucking. Who was who was there with Decker though? I swore it was Barkley. Oh, DT and Decker played together. It, like it was Brandon. It wasn't DT. It was Brandon Marshall that was. Oh, there, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Very similar players, and both played on the Broncos and balled out. Fitz Magic, man. Just bringing it, just bringing it back. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Demaryius Thomas. Also, heard that he was like, a, like an awesome human being too. You know what I mean? Tom Brady came out, um, showed a picture, posted a picture on the gram about her. Maybe it was Twitter or something, but someone reposted it on Instagram, and um, it was showing a picture from the Hall of Fame of in August of him and Demaryius Thomas, and talking about how they were good friends and he's going to be missed, and saying that DT was always lighting up the room wherever he was, wherever he was. Yeah, you got that big old smile. Huge. They called him a. Uh, they called him Day Day. I think. Okay. Yeah. And it's man. Funny. So tough. Yeah, man. We got some other news here. My man Antonio throw it in here. Keenan Allen is officially out. I can't remember specific names of who was asking me, like, oh, should I still start Keenan Allen? You know, he's still, you know, projected points on um, on ESPN and all that. We've been telling you guys since Monday or Tuesday, whenever he went on COVID reserve, that he's not going to play this week. We've still maybe only seen it like once or twice this season where someone goes on COVID reserve and they actually play that week. They usually miss well, it the week. But it's here's the thing that COVID reserve ones that actually played, they were only exposed, like clo close contact. They didn't test positive. That's the other piece of that's the other piece of the puzzle that I didn't mention. Yeah. Like, you know, so Mike Williams didn't test positive, but obviously exposed to Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? Yep. And Mike Williams has tested negative, you know, um, two days in a row. And um, coaches are saying that him and Chris Harris should be playing barring a setback. I don't really know what a setback means for COVID. Um, you know, uh, because I mean, a, a positive uh, reading. Oh, because they're still getting tested every day, right? Like no matter what, even if you so, test negative twice. Tomorrow in a row. is make or break. Tomorrow it, it has to be negative because then it has to be two in a row, right? So that would be number two. Yeah. Well, I think he I think it I think it was either today. I think it was today that he had his negative second negative one in a row. Oh word. See, that's all they say you need is two of them hoes. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, but it's not like they're saying, okay, he's fully playing. You know, literally, they just said barring a setback. So I don't know what a setback is other than getting exposed to someone else with COVID. I think I think that's just like, like sometimes when my girl's in the room talking to me, I'll be like, okay, bye. Like we're on the phone. <laughs> Maybe it's just coach speak. It just, I really know barring any setbacks. Like it's just something that comes automatic. You know what I mean? That's true. They all got a couple of these isms that like literally every single coach uses. Yeah. 
Let's see. I like Mike Tomlin. He's the best. Because Mike Tomlin, he'll come out and say everything before anyone asks it. He'll be like, yes, we couldn't stop the run tonight. Um, Dalvin, you know, hell of a player. Uh, you know, um, yeah, TJ Watt, it's going to be a big loss. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, And then he'll be like, questions. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so funny that you mentioned that. So right after this question, I got we got one from uh, Life and Sports Talk with Jake. He said, "Should I start uh, ODB Westbrook on Tennessee or Foreman? I'm going Foreman. I think he's going to get good volume, even if the efficiency isn't all the way there. I'm going. I'm going ODB because like I'm like he just this is an intangible, but then I could also dress it up with like with, with other bullshit like." The intangible is that he balls every time he plays on a Monday night, right? So, like, every team he's been on, he's balled on. Matter of fact, one of the only times he balled with the with the Browns was on a Monday night. It, granted, it was against the Jets, but still. You know what I mean? Like, I just, even though this is a divisional match and divisional matchups, it's not, it's not like it's the AFC North. Our divisional matchups, they, we run it up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. the Rams cards, I, I just want to attach myself to a high-scoring game in, in prime time. And then, you know, I could also dress it up with more bullshit. Like I said, like, like, uh, you know, what, four weeks now with, with the Rams. So like, you know what I mean? I mean, you gotta be way more acclimated by now. And he's playing, the, the only thing that sucks is he's not playing as many snaps as Van Jefferson, but I'm, I'm, I'm going with OBJ here. And Triple X Lex said Hawkinson is listed as doubtful. You think he has a chance? Um, anyone who's we've seen get a doubtful tag on Friday does not play. So yeah. I'm going to say no, that he doesn't have a chance. And uh, if he's out, do you think I should stream Hooper or Uzama? Great question because I was actually going to be talking about some Browns news here in a little bit. And we already know that Njoku's on the COVID reserve list, so he's not going to play. Oh, Harrison Bryant is out as well. Uh, yeah. With an ankle injury, he hasn't practiced all week. So we've already been talking about Austin Hooper. Now that Bryant's officially out and they're going up against the Ravens, one of the worst teams against, uh, you know, the tight end. They're, I'm going to tell a lot of people to fire up Hooper amongst a lot of these tight end streamers. He's a t- he's he's a touchdown or bust guy, but, you know, it's, you know, that, that that's what, what, what more can you ask for from a tight end, right? Shit. You, <laughs> you tell me. Well, let's see. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll say we'll say Travis Kelsey isn't a touchdown dependent. You give me another tight end that's not touchdown dependent. Yeah, I mean, like there's Waller, there's Mark Andrews. You know what I mean? Um, Kittle. I mean, these because they're like they're basically used like they 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 have a twenty uh, at minimum they're getting like a twenty percent target market share. You know what I mean? Those are those guys. You know what I mean? Uh, like 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 for example. You know, whoever started Tyler Conklin last night, you know what I mean? Or like Pat Fryermuth. If Pat Fryermuth doesn't have the touchdown, you're hella mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, you're hella mad that he dropped that last touchdown mm-hmm. like right at the end. I'm actually glad he dropped it because then, like, I started knocks over him in, in two different spots, and I'm like, okay, I can live with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, and, I, uh, damn. Life and Sports Talk with Jake said, Muth and Dalvin almost got me 48 points. Damn. Show off. Yeah. And uh, I I hate Dalvin Cook right now. He killed me. And then here's here's uh, what we were talking about, where what you were with the Tomlin and life and sports talk with Jake says, love Tomlin's post game. We're playing JV on both sides of the ball uh, and we play whoever we need to Claypool uh, about to be benched. That fool. (laughs) Well, I don't think uh, Tomlin didn't say that, but that's what uh, life and sports talk with Jake. uh, 
it's just in the cards because he has a history. Like, look at Deontay Dropson. Remember? That's I, That's what I used to call him last year because he had a bad case of the drops. And then, they, you know, they benched him at one point because he kept dropping at things. You know what I mean? That was the game that Claypool became Claypool was when Deontay got benched. Mm-hmm. And, and, and next week, if someone's asking me Claypool or so-and-so and Claypool's the better choice, I'm still going Claypool. He's not going to miss the game. He's just not going to start. You know what I mean? At least that's what we hope. I'm saying though, like he he might he he'll be he won't be first in the rotation. Yeah, and be James Washington over there, like is like a teacher's pet. You know what I mean? Like they love him over there. There we go, Antonio. Thanks for getting my attention. And I uh, saw the super chat, and then I saw Stu's message here. Said, "Hey, Hus Bogey, can you give a shout out to my home health nurse, Mari? She's cool AF, and obviously I'm watching the show. Hell yeah! Shout out to Mari. Take care yeah, of our homie Stu. To Mari." Take care of our homie Stu. He he needs to be uh yeah, he needs to be taken care of. He really needs it. And Antonio, appreciate you, bro, throwing in that super chat, bringing uh bring me right up to what's going on at, at the bottom of the chat. Oh yeah. All right. And my man Jarrett, what up, bro? Said uh, so we not playing Guyton. I have a claim on him to drop and scoop uh, Mooney up. Not sure who else to grab. Guyton makes well, me nervous. I. I would I would grab Mooney, like you know what I'm saying over Guyton. But uh, if you don't get Mooney, Guyton's still an okay start. There's no Keenan Allen, and Guyton was already like a WR four. You know what I mean? Maybe he yes. gets a little uptick with no Allen there, but he doesn't play those slots. So but, those slot snaps. You know what I mean? That's probably gonna be more Josh Palmer, if anything. But like Guyton's the he's the opposite of Mike Williams, so he's gonna get he's gonna be the guy who gets single coverage and he is a burner. You know what I mean? Like we're, when you look at his stat line, it's always like two for 70 or like last week, four for 90 in a tug. You know what I mean? He's the big play guy. Yeah. And what up, Ed said, what up, Hustle? How is it out there? It's dope. It's, it's pretty dope. I'm glad that I came out here, got the experience, got to meet up with JC Money in person, got to see snow actually coming down from the sky. And Ed Tay says, any news on Eckler? As of now, no. I, I mean, I think I think he's going to be good to go. I think it's just them being it's just them being careful. Yeah, yeah, they just being careful with him because they're in the thick of it, and he's already missed time this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even this year aside, I mean, he just has a big uh, injury history. You know what they call him over there? What? They- in the locker room, they call him pound for pound. <laughs> okay. And like he he like try he's like he personifies that he's this little ass dude moving a fucking pile. You know what I mean? Like Darren. You know, I remember when he was squatting that the, um, they were showing some of his squats and he squats like seven hundred or something. Yeah. Like he's got fucking tree trunks. So does Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Or he just, I mean, but that's the thing about Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't need to. He could just do his yoga treatment for the week and be straight and still go out there and shred you. You know, he's in touch with his chi. So, like, he can just float the ball without, like, without touching it. Hey, man, it's real. It's real. Like, we hear Tom Brady, you know, talking about it and uh, how Giselle even says that she's a witch, but she's a good witch. You know, but, like, all the shit that they're doing, like, you know, obviously he's very talented and everything. But I think you take Giselle out of the picture and all the secrets that she has to, like, unlock. He brought the secret of the avocado. (laughs) 
she knows how to harness the power of the avocado god. I bet Tom Brady didn't even eat avocados until he met Giselle. Right? He was like, guacamole, ill. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Mexican food. He's like, I'm, he's, hey, he's from Cali, though, too. So, he, he, you know, he might know a little something about some avocados, actually. But he's from NorCal, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, we got avocados, man. We're I know you do, but those, uh, you know, the yeah. Southsiders, they're just a little bit different than those Norteños, you know? Maybe it wasn't his style. That's true. The North, the North days, the, the North days didn't want, they, they, they didn't want to fuck with the farmers, right? <laughs> they were like, fuck farming. <laughs> fuck farming, homie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, North days have nothing on the Sorenos, bro. Like the numbers. Yeah. But hey, and then, listen, I'm not, hopefully no North days come try to shoot me, but I'm from <laughs> a city that was like one of the main cities for, for like, for Norteños, right? And like, my city is like overran with Sorenos at this point. Like you see them wearing blue and wearing sharks hats. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Boy, have the times changed from when I was a wee tyke, a young mustache. <laughs> yeah, I forget what it was. Um, yeah, what was it? Uh, uh, back um, when D.L. Hughley made a made a guest appearance on Fresh Prince, you know, and in the show, you know, I mean, he's from Philly and he's coming yeah, he's out there. Stand up though. Yeah, but he's playing the stand-up guy. And he's like, man, I didn't know that colors were such a big thing out here. He was like, I was told not to wear red, was told not to wear blue, and then I wear plaid, and two golfers beat the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. <laughs> and uh, second take extra, here we go. Some more news. Melvin Gordon, questionable for week 14. He practiced, and all signs are pointing to him playing. So even though he's officially questionable, they said the expectation is for him to play on Sunday, and I still think the expectation is for Javante to kill it, get close to 20 touches, and be hell of efficient like he has been. I think that they're going to come out there, whoop the fuck out of the Lions, and Melvin Gordon will be like, I'm just chilling, bro. Like, do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, if this was, like, a game they had to get up for, like the Chiefs or something like that. I mean, last week he was really banged up. But say, like, they're playing the Chiefs or Chargers this week. He's he's getting up for that game. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to be there in, like, more of, like, an emergency-type role or just a relief role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, fire up Javante. Don't anybody be afraid of not firing up Javante because Gordon's coming back. Mm-hmm. And people's champ throwing it out there. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah. You already know. Bang, bang. Yeah. We out here. <laughs> and let's see. what uh, Where else we at? People's champ said we need Debo to play this week. I just saw another piece of news that said after the practice today, coaches are very optimistic about him playing on Sunday. Coach speak, you know, like I've been saying it this entire week, and I'm going to say it again right now and a couple more times on this show. Saturday night show, the Playmaker show slash Q&A and the Sunday morning show that I do every week. Those are the two most important shows this week. Do not miss either one of those. Yeah, and you know what? Um, Debo is in the in the West Coast. It's the one o'clock time slot. You know what I mean? They are on the road, right? But I'm saying so and for all you East Coasters, that's the four o'clock joint. Have a pivot ready. You know what I mean? Because Shanahan is a fool with it. You know what I mean? So have a pivot ready if you have Debo and he doesn't go. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
Alan Lazard is readily available. You know, guys like that. Like maybe even even better MVS. Like you know, just because they play the night game. You know what I mean? Or uh, who who else is some available pivots? You think? Um, Let's see who else plays in those games. Uh, maybe an Amon Ross St. Brown is floating around out there, or uh, uh, maybe a Tim Patrick, or you know what I mean? Like there's there's gonna be some guy like it, it's it's slim pickings, but you know what I mean? I mean, you might even be able to pick up an AJ Green there or you go. Kirk, you know, on Monday. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, AJ Green's a good one. I actually picked him up as a pivot for uh, my Henderson shares. What up, Vanessa said, who's the Lions starter with Jamal Williams out? Let me even go check on their depth chart. Because uh, I honestly don't even know. I mean, it might be Jamar Jefferson. You know what's crazy is some the that week with no oh. first week without Swift. Jamar got in there for like three carries. And then then the oddest shit was like because remember that was the first game they won against yeah. the Vikings. Somebody scored a touchdown, but I don't think it was one of their running backs. I think it was like a safety or something. No, here you go. It's this dude. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Godwin Aguabuki. I don't need. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it. But that's the dude who's um, number three on the depth chart right now, ahead of Jamar Jefferson. Is he the one that scored the touchdown? I'm almost positive that it is. Okay. Yeah. So that guy, we don't know how to say his name. You don't want to start him. No. No. If uh, <laughs> I mean Lions are already ass. Like right now. Now we're taking away the best player. You know Hawkinson, and really no, Hawkinson no. is the only. You mean Swift? <laughs> well, I mean the best player. <laughs> yeah, I mean Hawkinson is ass, dude. He's a he's a victim of circumstance. He's he's a benefactor of circumstance. He just gets target volume. You know what I mean? If I was Swift, I'd be making business decisions right now, and I wouldn't be wanting to play, you know, right now. And so we've already been talking about how we don't think he's going to come back, anyways. You know, just because they're so ass. But yeah, I mean that's what sucks. Like Swift is out best player Hawkinson is ass and he's their best pass catcher everyone is trash out there you just uh, you don't want to play anybody on the Lions at all I'll tell you this much um <laughs> Anthony Lynn came out that's their offensive coordinator he said uh we want to we want to he said we expect Jared Goff to take deeper more deep shots down the field right first of all Jared Goff sucks going down deep pause <laughs> Right. Actually, that worked. Yeah, he sucks. And he goes down deep. Pause. <laughs> Anyways, it's like, where, where, where do you see this Anthony Lynn? Like, I think he only had like two receptions or two 50 yard touchdowns uh, uh, or more the, uh, uh, with, with the ramp. Like, you know I mean? Two 50 yard house calls. Where's That's Anthony Lynn? Is Anthony Lynn's with the Lions? Yeah, he's their offensive coordinator. That's why the run. That's why the running backs do so well. He, you know, you said they do so well. I, I think they're vastly underperforming. What are you talking about? He was like a top ten guy all year until he got until he got hurt. Swift. You don't think that if Swift was being used more properly, he could have been better than that? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying because he's still. It's Anthony Lynn. It's just, it's the same way when he had Melvin Gordon. He's like, but I also got this other guy, Austin Eckler here. 
Like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. They always find a way to fuck shit up. Look at game one. Jamal Williams, didn't he get more touches and more everything than Swift? Like, just week they, one versus Niners? Oh, Swift had less touches. I think it was, like, two or three less touches total. But they both went off. You know what I mean? Swift had, like, the big house call. I think he had, like, the like the 40-yard house call or something like that. And then, like, Jamal Williams PPR'd as fuck. One thing that I know is Anthony Lynn had literally the best, one of the best rookie court. I'm, I'm going to say Anthony Lynn had the best rookie quarterback to ever come out, and he almost figured out a way to fuck that up. <laughs> I mean, you could say if him as a coach scheme-wise, I think he's okay. I think him as a coach decision-wise is stupid. Like, he never can – poor clock management. Horrible um, clock management. And then he, then he, then poor play calling situationally. You know what I mean? But see, look at that. that. That's a testament to how great Justin Herbert is because he still set the rookie record for passing TDs as a rookie. You know what I mean? Beat Peyton Manning and Russell and Baker. And Anthony Lynn got fired. They already knew if we keep him around, they're going to ruin. Yeah. He's going to ruin Justin Herbert. That's why I was low on Justin Herbert last year was because I really thought the coaching regime was going to ruin him. I mean, you know, what's crazy is I knew nothing about Justin Herbert. Like his, I just, I would, you know, the other guys were hella more polarizing. You know what I mean? Joe Burrow's coming off the national um, and like, you know, 60 tugs with the Tigers, right? That's crazy. 60 touchdowns. Fucking yeah. nuts. And then, you know, Tua is like, you know, everyone remembers Tua just for, for coming in relief of Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, and so, you know, there was just, those names were just so like polarizing compared to like just this kid who was kind of like blah. Yeah. Life and Sports Talk with Jake. Here's a good one. Said, hey, Hustler, Indica or Sativa? So over the last couple of days, I've been a little bit more sativa heavy, but usually what I am doing is uh, it's all the indica. I want to say I love it all. Give me the hybrids even, because why not have the best of both worlds, right? And yeah. like, I'll, sometimes I'll go with like, I'll look for strains like a dosi do or something like that. That's more, it's a hybrid, but it's sativa dominant. Or like, you know, I'll go with some, some classic granddaddy or some purple Urkel, because those are hybrids, but they're like, extremely indica dominant you know what i mean like damn they're all indica but me personally i love me some sativa some fucking durbin poison sour d you know what i mean even some old school blue dream just anything that's sativa from, I, I love it i like i like being like i don't drink coffee i wake up in the morning and i get loaded you know what i mean i don't want to and indica all like you know i'm from the bay we had the whole granddaddy era like where every it was like all just everything purple Every, that's all everyone saw you would ever smell in the air. And even motherfuckers were putting in grape blunts and everything. You know, just smoking grapes. That's what they called it. You know what I mean? We smoking grapes. That's what's so funny because I wasn't really a fan of the purple. You know, just like because like there's some people like, oh, purple, I need it. You know, it just doesn't even matter. Like purple, purple, purple. And uh, I remember we had this uh, this bud and, uh, you know, it was back in the day when not every, you know, when some stuff was white labeled, you came up with your own names for it, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And so I remember th this bud was so purple and it was bruised all the way inside now. And, and I called it the purple people eater. Man, there's still people who bring that shit up to me. Like, to was, this this some rope? was this some rope? I, you know what? I'm not sure. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like, was it good? Like, was this? Oh, was it fire? No, I mean, it was, I mean. 
you know, like there's levels to it. It's obviously like an A minus or a B plus because I wasn't messing with anything. Here's the thing: you can make any weed purple. Yeah, but I don't realize that it's the it's the degrees that you keep it in. You know what I mean? Like you could, yeah. uh, 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 or you could choke it. I, I think I think that's the term they use. But then also too, like you know what I mean? Like true purple, like like the granddaddy shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Ur- uh, purple Urkel, like I mentioned earlier, cherry pie. Shit like that, but like those are like the old, those are like the original indicas that you always saw around. Now you have all kind of shit, but like there was always this. We called it lavender out here. It was purple that was fucking whack. It was just purple weed, but it was some straight up regular. Yeah, and like, people out of towners used to buy eat this shit up because it was like, oh my god, purple weed. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like you know what I mean. They would go back, you know they. You know, go back to whatever fucking state they were in, like you know what I mean, and be like, "Oh, they're the man with purple." But it was just like purple regular weed. Yeah. Then there's even there's even a, a a way you could dye the weed. Yeah, man, they're they're just doing way too much these days. And the People's Champ 2007 said, "Pure on Norte, hell yeah!" You yeah, shout out to all the Nortes, man. Yeah, <laughs> Donnie up, in the I, building. What up, bro? I grew up in uh in San Jose, man. I grew up with a lot of like. It's crazy because a lot of my Mexican homies, it was like really their 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 dads and their uncles that were hella in the shit, like in the 80s, you know what I mean? And like, cause that, that shit was crazy, bro, back then. Like, you don't want to fuck with them, with, with them, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, that blood in, blood out, man. You know, like I mean, they, yeah. it may be a joke right now to some people to talk <laughs> about that, but hey, I'll be right back. I'm gonna walk my girl. Sounds good. All right, let's see here. Who else we got? Who else we got? Ha! And uh, the People's Champ 2007 said, Jake from State Farm. Probably not playing. <laughs> so uh, as of right now, uh, Mike Glennon is on track to play this Sunday. So, I mean, he still hasn't been activated um, officially, but it's going to be going down. I mean, they've been talking about this for multiple days. So if you're rostering Jake from um, Jake from State Farm, Kick him to the curb. Kick him to the curb. And dang it. Sorry, Patreon peeps. I'm totally slacking over here. Because I just saw someone get a question in. Here we go. What up, Amy? Sorry, just saw this. Said, what about Ty Johnson with everyone out? Um, Same thing. Don't play him. I don't want to play Ty Johnson with Zach Wilson. Like, I, I really don't. I mean, I know Tevin Coleman's probably not going to play, but I don't know how much they're going to actually run, you know, Ty Johnson. Like, I, I'm super, super nervous about anyone with the Jets right now. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be leaning on the side of just playing, playing someone else and trying not to play him. And there we go. Second take extra, throwing it out there. Looks like Glennon is going to start not from... More than likely, more than likely. Let's see if I missed any other ones here before we get into some more of these. What up, Will? Said my only option since Jamal Williams is out is Edmonds, Hasty, Michelle, Singletary, um, or pick up Wilson Jr. So I think I'm holding out for uh, for Hasty. Or no, sorry, Michelle. 
holding out for Michelle. If uh, if Debo doesn't play, which it sounds like they're kind of optimistic that he's going to play, um, I'm not going to. I'm not the biggest fan of Hasty. I mean, I picked him up in a bunch of leagues, like just in case. But yeah, I think I think I'm going Michelle. And then you got Edmonds after that. So if you need to pivot, you know, you still can. And let's see. Where we at? Second take extra again. Uh, Mike Williams is trending towards playing on Sunday. We're going to get more news tomorrow. Tomorrow should be the full uh, the full big boom of the uh, the news. Let's see. Jonathan said uh, Mitchell or the guy in the Lions. If those are the only two options, got to go with the guy in the Lions. Damn, and Jonathan said, uh, so I'm not sure how to pronounce it. We'll just call him the guy from the Lions, okay? <laughs> Godwin I or whatever. What, what the hell? What the hell is his last name? What's it start with? A G? Hold on. No, yeah, Godwin I. That's what we'll call him, Godwin I. <laughs> Godwin I, Jamer Jefferson or Jeff Wilson. I'm going Wilson. Big cappy game and need to play two. Josh Jacobs, J-Rob Barkley. I'm going Josh Jacobs for sure, and I think I'm going Barkley. And there we go, Antonio. I didn't see you when you put these in, but getting the Jets comments in there about Brandon Marshall. Emil, what up? So we just had a question about this. Would Jamal Williams out? Would you consider uh, starting Ty Johnson? I mean, if there's nobody else, then maybe, but I'm not really trying to. All right, Kadarius Tony officially ruled out. Yes, because what I saw is he was going to be a, a game time decision. That was like an hour or two ago. And you know what? I still see that he's uh, just a game time decision. So I like your version better because at least then we know. And let's see. Yep, there's another one. Uh, Darren Waller officially ruled out on Sunday. So Moreau, you know, obviously uh, a decent option there, but uh, not really that decent. Ruben, there we go, bro. The only player to come back and actually test positive was TJ Watt. That dude is just different. Hell yeah, bro. There we go. Because I was, I, I knew it was Watt for sure, who was one of the only ones. But I, yeah, I, I, for the life of me, I could not remember if anyone else had done that or not. And what up, George? You said Hasty or Jeff Wilson? Going Jeff Wilson. Got in that full go. And let's see. Let's see if there's some other bullshit news that we need to talk about here. Uh, well, since uh, since Ruben just brought up TJ Watt, um, how about his injury? So he tweaked his uh, tweaked his groin. And um, but he might not miss any time. So, I mean, there was the same injury that he had before. Um, just kind of re-aggravated a little bit. Right. Uh, oh, how about David Montgomery? OK, everyone's been freaking out about David Montgomery the whole week. But full go in practice, not even on their injury report. So, I mean, you know, he is he is banged up. But, you know, being a full go, um, you know, I find it hard to believe that you'll be able to sit him. And on the other side of the ball, since we mentioned um, the Packers how, or the the Bears, how about the other side for the uh, the Packers? Devondre Campbell, questionable. He's such a beast on the defense. He needs to be there. Uh, Randall Cobb is officially out. We told you guys that yesterday. And then also the left tackle, David Bakhtiari, is also out. 
Rogers makes it seem like it's uh, it's no big deal one way or another. Let's see. For the Seahawks, we got Travis Homer and Jamal Adams out. So we already knew Jamal Adams pretty much done right now. And, yeah, Travis Homer. I don't know. I mean, you're crazy if you're starting a Seattle, um, a Seattle running back. I mean, how about for the Bucks? Richard Sherman activated from IR. And what up, Vanessa? Do you think Mixon plays this week? It is so tough. I, uh, as of right now, I mean, if I'm literally just saying yes or no, no, I don't think that he, I don't think that he plays this week. It is, um, let me look and see if he even got, I don't even, I don't even know if he, he got in any kind of, uh, like a limited practice today. Let me see. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't practice either. 420 central time. Oh yeah. Yeah, he didn't play. I'm not I I'm just assuming he's not going to. So make sure you pick up some Aji because Chris Evans, um, the other running back, is out as well. So could be a heavy dose of uh Samaji. Could be a heavy dose of Uzama. Ed, what up, bro? It's going down, Ed. Let's see what else we got. Oh, so Sean Payton said Kamara was really close to playing last week. Um, Said he should be a full go for this week. We need him to be up against those garbage-ass Jets. And, oh, for the Saints also, Payton also said he's okay with Taysom's throwing ability. Said if he wasn't okay, quote-unquote, if he wasn't okay with it, Taysom would not be playing. Let's see who else we got uh, for the Titans. Jeremy McNichols full go in practice. Good to go for this Sunday. Just making things a little bit more confusing over there. And for the Cowboys, Micah Parsons limited again, still is expected to play. I'm very curious on uh, how big of an impact these injuries are going to have on him. And for the Dolphins, Miles Gaskin tested positive for COVID. I don't um he, I believe he's uh, he's vaccinated they said. So he's not in danger just yet of missing uh, next week's game. And let's see. Here we go. Triple X Lex said Jamar Jefferson early down back and um Godwin I is uh, is the pass catching back. Okay. Let's see where we at. And life and sports talk with Jake says glad Burrow is good to go. Um, or Higgins wouldn't be relevant, I think. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so either. Ooh, Donnie says Dak Wilson or Hill in the guillotine. You bastard. And I had Dak on my team. Uh, well, I bet Dak was the backup. But um, let me see. Let's see. My bad. Oh. All Gucci. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. You're good. Yeah. I was, man, my shit went mad matrixy, then it died and shit. <laughs> and then, like, I don't, then I left the fucking computer charger in the bag in the car. So I can't use my computer. I'm hot right now. <laughs> 
And uh, so what do you think about this? We got a question for Donnie. Dak Wilson or Taysom Hill? This is a, this is the guillotine league that we were in together. He's uh, he's one of the last <laughs> remaining few. It's funny because I still get the alerts. He had just picked up Dak Prescott. Yeah. I had I had Dak as a backup for my uh, for my Josh Allen and I I wish I would have played him on Thursday because he got way more than Josh Allen. I don't think it would have made a difference on me advancing to the next round. You know what? I'm going Dak against Washington, right? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Washington's sack numbers have went up since Chase Young's went went out, right? But like, also, if you don't have like if you have a beat up Zeke and a beat-up Tony Pollard, and you have this trio of phenomenal receivers throw the fucking ball on Washington's weakness, which is their secondary, right? Yeah. Obvious, right? But but they're probably not going to do that. <laughs> he should. I mean, out of all these guys, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on the I mean, that, that's who I would go to because I do like the upside more. But I'm still going to say Taysom. that Taysom Hill has the safest floor out of everyone because I bet – he gets 15 to 20 touches on the ground. I think his floor is safe on his abilities, right? right. The rushing quarterback. So that gives him the quote unquote safe floor. But I think like there's, if you're not throwing the ball and, and, and is Kamara playing? Yeah. Okay. So then they might not need it. They, at least he has Kamara to throw the ball to. Cause I'm, that's what I'm worried about. Taysom Hill. I know he's going to run and all that, but like, you know, is he all floor with no upside? Because, like, you know what I mean? He might throw the ball, like, 12 times for five picks. You know what I mean? Well, what I said last week, it still applies to this week. If he doesn't go over, over 100 yards on the ground, you're probably not going to like him. If he doesn't go over 200 yards because he's probably not going to throw the ball 20 times, you're not going to like him. He just happened to hit on both of those last week. He had, But he had the four picks, but he had, like, it was 11 rushes for 110 yards or whatever. And then he had, like, 240 yards, two touchdowns, and all those picks. So, like, it wasn't that great of a game, but the 100 yards on the ground saved his game. I'm going to go Prescott still. No, I am too. I am too. I'm just uh, – especially in this league, Donnie, you're, I mean, guillotine league. Hold on, Donnie. Is- I want to I say this, though. So, here – this isn't one of those cases where, you know, don't hear what I'm not saying. Listen, I got out week one, so <laughs> – Maybe you shouldn't listen to me on this thing. <laughs> hey, I'm out of it too. I, I lost this past week, and uh, it's because my first two picks in this league. I mean, shit, we have 18 people that we're drafting with, and I had the 18th motherfucking pick. And I went, uh, I doubled up on Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, like just right off the bat, went with the stack. And uh, the stack and I, wasn't too nice a lot, but it was horrible this week. I went Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers with it. And then, you know, everyone knows how they did week one. You know what I mean? Yep. Mike Evans too. It was like Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Evans, those Michael. I mean, I think I accidentally drafted Michael Thomas. (laughs) It was like, it was, I was like, Oh, I'm done. I was like, I'm going to (laughs) die. And there we go. And Donnie said, yep. From hustler. There we go. And then, uh, yep. I'm leaning Dak, but I love Taysom Hills upside. There it goes a rushing upside. And I got to say in the guillotine league, you got to go big or go home, especially now because everyone's team is fucking stacked. You know, I mean, shit, how many people are left? Let me see. 17. There's five teams left right now. All five teams are stacked. It's decision making is what is going on now. Yeah, this is a big decision. And I think you go big or you go home. 
That's what I think because, uh, yeah, fuck playing it super safe right now. I'm going Daiquiri, bro. I'm going Dakota. Let's get it. But Taysom Hill is way more fun. I'll say that. And it's against the Jets. But there's a there's a big realm of possibility that, like, if you're a Camara owner, you're pissed that Taysom Hill's rushing those things in. And you're and on the flip side, if you're streaming Taysom Hill, you might be fucking pissed when Alvin Kamara is actually running it down there. You know what I mean? And yeah. he got and maybe they get they they both of them get them down there, right? They both run the ball enough, move the ball. Because they're not gonna move it through the air. And if they do, it's gonna be not not very far. <laughs> yeah. Damn, and Don, Donnie said Bogart. Ha ha. I even took CMC first. Testament to you that you made it. You know, I mean, well, I mean, at least CMC was there for the first two weeks, you know, and then I'm sure you started picking up other running backs at that point. I just want to say I hate CMC because he's so good that, like, I can't every year I'm not that I'm not top three. I don't have him and I end up with him because he's so good that I have to trade for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I kill him, apparently. What up, Jeff? Jeff C says Burkhead or Gordon. I'm going Gordon. Yeah. You know, we should just everyone that has Burkhead, just drop them. Go grab something else. That that yeah. that grab something else that you might go grab like Ricky Seals Jones or something. Grab like a you know, I mean, because he's oh what is there any news on him? Did he did he did he give it a go again today? I didn't hear any news on Ricky Seals Jones. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Just uh, I'm gonna go fish for their uh, for their injury report and see. John, because if he doesn't play, John Bates is like one of my favorite, like secret fucking not so secret streaming uh, or not streaming a uh, tight end for Super Draft Pro. All right, Ricky Seals Jones was a full go today. Yeah. Yep. Then I like Ricky Seals Jones a lot in Super Draft Pro. That's how you attack the Cowboys defense. Everything's tight on the outside, so you get them over the middle. Hell yeah. And Vanessa, Vanessa said, man, all these injuries are killing me. I've got to replace Keenan Allen, Jamal Williams, and Mitchell, not to mention had TJ Watt in my lineup. Damn it. Mm. But see, you can't be you can't fault yourself for TJ Watt. Now you're supposed to do that. And you know, we didn't know he was gonna die on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at least he died he died out there like a warrior, you know what I mean? And and he's probably not done for the season, but I could see a lot of business decisions being made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Vander said, uh, did you see the Steelers almost come back? Yeah, bro. I'm a, that's why my setup's a little different. I was actually at the game last night. Yeah, dude. The fucking uh, – you, you know what's crazy is is uh, the Vikings defense is that bad. And it yeah. worked It worked against them. He, he full on uh, – Ben Roethlisberger almost Homer Simpson them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, get, get beat up and beat up and beat up. And yeah, then, and then you wait till they're tired and you're like, now it's time to strike. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if Friar Muth would have caught that ball, it might have worked out the way it was supposed to. You had to get the two-pointer, though. You know yeah. I mean? but, if, but if I know Mike Tomlin, you know, they're, they're, Mike Tomlin's very strict on, like, keeping, like, two or three, you know, a, a two-point conversion plays for moments like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Triple X Legs, defensive stream for week 14, Panthers versus the Falcons or Saints versus yeah. the Jets. Saints. Saints. Yep. Me Saints. too. Hell yeah. 
Facebook user says Jeff Wilson, Hilliard, or P. Ryan if Mixon doesn't go. Uh, I need one. T Money, what up, bro? And damn it, T Money commented, and I totally forgot to bring it up earlier. Said Hustler out there on the snowstorm. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Perrine. And Mike, they playing this. Him and Jeff Wilson playing the same game. So you know what I mean. If Joe Mixon is a go, then go ahead with uh, with with uh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah. And there's a disclaimer here. Don't expect nothing crazy out of Jeff Wilson if he doesn't. Like, he really needs to fall in the end zone. Yeah. Let's see. And Jeff says, only for this week since Taylor is on by. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, play Gordon and drop Burkhead's bitch ass. <laughs> yeah. People's Champ says, uh, was that Ronald? Is that Ronald Jones? Who is that? I can't see that. Oh, Ricky Seals Jones. It's a seal. It's so small I couldn't see it. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones or Gerald Everett this week. I'm going with Ricky Seals. Yeah. Full go in practice. He's going to be out there doing good. Yep. I mean, he's a folk. The tight end's a focal point of that offense. That The tight end position is basically the number two in the passing game. Yeah. And Donnie said, the one reason I don't want to play Dak is I also have CD and Gallup. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, no, it should man. be the other way around because, That's like, all the way the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, all of it. Yeah. Versus a game like this, I mean, I know it's, uh, it's a vi- divisional matchup. You know, teams, I mean, they get up for the divisional matchups, but if you're going to play CD and Gallup, you shouldn't be worried about playing Dak because then you're just, you're tripling. I mean, I know we got to triple down on the Cowboys. I mean, you know, but. You know how angry it is when you have two of the receiving – like, I played Keenan Allen and, my, and, and Mike Williams in one of my leagues, right? And that, that t- and the, the Tyrannosaurus flex. I, I play them both every week, and I'm mad as fuck when the random tight end scores a touchdown or it's Jalen Lee Guyton or something, you know what I mean? But if I had Herbert, I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. At least – I'm. you know what I mean? Same scenario. You're going to be mad as fuck if it's like a Dalton Schultz touchdown or some shit, you know what I mean? But at least you'll have Dak, you know what yeah. I mean? And let's see, got a couple questions on Patreon here. What up, Amy? She I also said want to that- Donnie, one, 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 thing, one, more time, one more thing to Donnie. If you have that gut feeling, bro, that you need to go taste some hill, bro, then you do that. Because there's so many times I had I had that same, it just, you know, the force was telling me. And then I'll, I'll go bounce it off somebody. And then they'll be like, nah, man, you're tripping. You need to go with so-and-so. And, I, and I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay, I'll listen to you. And then I'm mad. You know what I mean? Because the player I had the gut feeling on went went crazy. Yeah, that's one thing that I will say because, like, I know there's people who get mad at me who we disagree on something, and then they made it. They may have been right, but they they didn't they didn't feel it enough to be able to do it. They needed to have someone validate, you know, yeah. their, their claim bias. They need information bias. And he, here's another thing too: is like, you know, uh, you know, if when I have a gut feeling. It's never, it's, it has nothing to do with the actual analysis. Like, you know what, you know, this, this, uh, some, they're bad against the tight end or, the, you know what I mean? Some actual analysis, you know, it's the same way when a motherfucker plays roulette and they're just like, you know, what? like the way I play roulette, I just go black and red. You know what I mean? It's ba- you're guessing, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's basically what it is. Like, I have a good feeling here. We're going black. Cause at the end of the day, I mean, that is what we're doing. I mean, you know, we're, I mean, there's a whole process behind this guessing that we're doing. And I know Bogart doesn't even like to say that we're guessing. Yeah, we like do, 
because we do so much preparation and we watch so much. I mean, we have so much information in our brains, about educational guests, like that's a better way of saying it. But at the end of the day, these are grown men that were like thinking they're gonna do one thing and there's a lot of variables that come into play. And even though the writing could be on the wall for it to hit red, sometimes it just may hit black, you know? Like, you know, you know who fucks up our analysis? Coaches. Yeah. Typically like Matt Nagy's one of them where it's like, okay, what you what you know they should do is always gonna be in question because Matt Nagy's there. Adam Gaze was one of those guys. You know what I mean? Uh, Marvin Lewis, Jeff Fisher, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because those guys, you know, it takes them a while before you're like, man, we got to remove this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yep. Hell yeah. And so on Patreon, we got a question from Amy. He said, would you play Sony over TY even if Henderson plays? TY, uh, TY's on a bye. Um, no, I'm sorry. Ty Johnson. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm playing Sony. Me too. Yeah, because uh, I mean, New Orleans is the one. New Orleans is like the number one run defense. Yeah, and and then I understand you might get volume, quote unquote. But then you'll see this other guy, Walker or whatever his name. They have another. They have other guys there. It's yeah. a that's a committee backfield, no matter what. One hundred. Yeah. Let me see. Donnie said, it's your voice, but our fingers, bro. Yep, got to own that choice. And, you know, there's some people who get, and I'll just, I mean, I'm not going to call anybody out by person, but, you know, I mean, there's some people who they'll get mad because they believed one thing, but they wanted me to validate them. And, like, in my process, you know, the decision wasn't validated or whatever, but they didn't have the stones to make the play themselves, you know? So it's easy to come back and say, I was right and you were wrong. But like, how many times has it happened where people come and they say, like, I've gotten into battles over people about like literally just my opinion about starter sit. I don't even do it anymore. Like, I'm going to give you my opinion. If you want it, cool. If you don't, cool. Like, I don't care. It's your team at the end of the day. But there's always people who want to take victory laps when I'm wrong. There's a bunch who come back, you know, and thank me when I'm right. But it's weird how there's people who they want to debate me and then I end up being right and then they never come back around. Well, here's the thing though, too, is there there's the other type too, where like if you get something wrong for them, they just they just disown you forever. They're like, ah, he doesn't know anything. I'm never coming back. Right. So and and I like to think that like, you know, a lot of people are like that. So we we try our best to be accurate for people because we want you guys to come back. You know what I mean? And literally these questions, I treat them as if I was making the same decision on my team. And that's like, I mean, I have 45 teams, so I'm making a lot of decisions every single week. And there's literally decisions where I tell you guys, I had to make this exact same decision in a league that I'm in. And this is the way that I went. Yeah. Like, um, we're, we're going to be, have a lot of tough calls in this next two days. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of, Hey, I have, I have Elijah Mitchell, but I also have, um, Jeff Wilson and Hasty. Who do I start, right? Or, or then it's going to be like a lot of. Uh, I have Henderson and Sony Michelle. Um, if, 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 do you know if Henderson's going to start? And if he does, do I play him? You know what I mean? Like we're in, like I'm probably going to say Sony. And I'm, here's here, here's one thing that everybody needs to remember: the more names you give us, the more likely it is that we're wrong. And I'm, I'm not saying that because we're, we're always going to be wrong, but the more names that are in, that's more variables that are happening. So if you give us seven players and expect us to hit number one out of seven, 
I know that it's happened sometimes, but if I get the number two or three choice out of seven, you know, there's some people who'd say that I'm wrong, you know? So that's also something you got to take into consideration. If you're just going to give us a big ass long group of names, just know, just like in math, the more parts of the equation that there are, the more variables that could come into play and change shit around. It's all fractions, man. It doesn't <laughs> matter if it's small or if it's big. It's all fractal, man. It is. Damn it, Antonio. And here's here's a good example. Said I had a gut feeling uh, to start Gage last week and sat him and he balled out. And it's tough because the writing is on the wall for but Gage he, to suck every week. Here's the thing. Gage is one of those players I always shit on until he starts doing like you know, number one receiver shit, like getting, you know, 25% of the target market share, double digit targets type shit, right? Then it's like, okay, I could, I'll reluctantly say it because I hate him, but it's the right play. You know what I mean? So like, there's here's a lot. An ex- here's an example for me, Josh Jacobs. In the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, I was constantly saying, I'm going against Josh Jacobs yep. everywhere. And now you guys heard me last week saying Josh Jacobs is as close to a must start mm-hmm. at the running back because the, who the fuck else are you going to play? Like everybody is injured right now. I remember we was, uh, you know, we did the tyrant show on Sunday morning. And uh, so I, I went on, I came on right after you. And uh, when I was on there, uh, somebody was asking you know, Josh, like, it was like, I have Josh Jacobs. He plays in a one o'clock game, but I, I kind of want to go at, you know, so-and-so, but he plays earlier. And I was just like, no, like, you know, you, you go Josh Jacobs because he's getting the targets now. You know what I mean? Like, because before he was basically touchdown or bust, but like, if you're going to get f- five, six receptions, there goes your, your touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, cause that, that you need those guys, guys like that virtually had no floor until the work started coming and it's like oh, okay he has a solid floor now you know what i mean yeah russell gage too it's like there was that back marquez valdez scantling you know what i mean like yeah. 19 targets in the last two weeks it's fucking insane marquez valdez scantling you know what i mean hell yeah getting doubled i mean we i don't know if we've ever really seen him go back-to-back games with double never. like targets like, ever and like Aaron, I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers figured him out. It's like, okay, he has a fifty percent catch percentage. I gotta throw him in ten times for him to catch five big ones. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all mathematical it's equations. All fractal, man. <laughs> now let's see. And uh, let me see. We got uh, from my man Frank on uh, my man Frank on Patreon. And uh, sorry, Triple X Lex, we'll do this in a sec. I just don't want to forget about Frank here. And said, with Waller out and Gasecki on by, who's a better option? Higby, Fant, Hooper, or Seals Jones? I'm going to say Seals Jones. Me too. Because that uh, he already flashed it, uh, a ton. He was doing his thing before he got hurt. And, and you know, when, you know, in place of Logan Thomas, you know what I mean? So I like, I, I like Seals Jones the rest of the way. They they don't play they don't play a team the rest of the way that's ranked higher than twenty five against the tight end. It's fucking awesome. Well, yeah, because um, who do they have? Uh, they have the Eagles also. Mm-hmm. They have the yeah. Eagles twice. Yeah, they got the Eagles twice and the uh, and the Cowboys twice and the Cowboys twice. Yep, and they're ranked like twenty six and twenty seven or something like that. Last time I haven't checked for like two weeks, but I just remember when Logan Thomas first came back. I was like, you know, that was my 
my whole thing. Like, you know, you, you know, you always want to have information for people when they're like, hey, Logan Thomas, rest of season or so-and-so. And it's like, hey, no, Logan Thomas, man. Like, you know what I mean? And I happen to know the schedule. Yeah. And Triple X Lex, should I drop P. Ryan or Nick Foles to get a tight end to replace Hawk? Looking at Hooper, Seals, Jones, Uzama. So here's the thing that sucks. We don't know the full extent of Mixon and what's really wrong with them. They're, they're saying illness. Everything is being kept under wraps right now. It is all being very coy. So I kind of don't want to drop P. Ryan. Nick Folk has been one of the better kickers like in the league. Um, but I'm going to say fuck Nick Foles, dude. Just drop him. And it's all about if how bad you need to win this week. And I would go Seals Jones and then Hooper second. I just am not fucking with goddamn uh, what's his name? The kickers like that. Like I, I just I have no problems dumping the kicker. You know what I mean? Like so I'm going to just drop the kicker. Let's do it. Like and- that, that means he's holding two kickers. This is preposterous. And you know what? You know what? Just get fucking Matt Prater or something. Because all you really want for a, from a kicker is a guy who's on a team that can move the ball and get you in the field goal position routinely. Yeah, and if you're not, like, with these kickers, kickers need to be treated just like defenses. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the only reason you're keeping a kicker right now is if you have specific matchups that you want to play them for in week 15, 16, and 17. That, that's really it. Like, you have to treat the kickers like and- defenses. They're expendable. Here's the thing. I mean, I guess he's the most awesome kicker because he can kick in the fucking 30 mile an hour wind. You know what I mean? But like, even that, I'm just, I'm if, if there during this time of year, I'm trying to find an indoor kicker if I want to get specific. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of bad weather out there during this time. Yeah, but look at yesterday. Indoor game, Chris Boswell, you know, is supposed to be the thing. What did he miss? Like two field goals or something, if, missing extra points look, and shit. If you looked at the audience closely, right, and you were there, you didn't see everyone going <sighs> at the same time. <laughs> they were all doing the, the stupid skull shit or whatever, like oh, all the same time. <laughs> and it, it reverberated the air <laughs> and changed the trajectory of the of the oblong-shaped ball. <laughs> It's all math, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Steve Urkel, he would be so good at fantasy football. Like, remember how he was the pool shark, you know, and it was all the angles and everything? Like, yeah, Steve Urkel would be awesome at this. Have you seen Steve Urkel's commercial? He's He has his own weed now. Yeah, bro, I'm the one who sent you that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that how you know I'm so awesome. I think one time I tried to tell you the Chris Jericho, Michael Jackson thing, and you're like, I told you that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny, bro. I do that a lot. I'm there just like a sponge. I retain information. <laughs> I know. It was so funny when you start giving the whole Chris Jericho story. And I was like, wait, like, this is what because I told you, you right? me down that rabbit hole. So yeah. I went and watched that shit. <laughs> I forget what the documentary was called. I forget too. I heard it on a po- on his podcast. Yeah. Was where I initially heard it where Conrad came and right. interviewed him. I went on YouTube searching. I just put Chris Jericho, uh, Michael Jackson, and you know it just it just popped up all kind of shit. But that was one of them where he, he's talking about the, the holding the pose, right? Yep. 
Yep, holding that pose forever. So he tried to said, uh, well, he said he saw Michael Jackson holding it, and he said it seemed like it was like 15 minutes that he was like holding the pose for. It just seemed like forever. And there he said it was in Mexico City, and there's like you know hundreds of thousands of people there, like crazy ass event. Was it one soccer joints? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. probably. And yeah. Mexico City is like, like if you think LA is polluted, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know how crazy Mexico City like was. I mean, it's the third biggest populated city in the world. And, and like high up there too. They're super high in elevation. So like, you know, like, you know, they say like, that's how the motherfuckers can kick the ball. So got it clear across the field, like in the air, 60 yards and shit. That's why they wanted to do that game down in Mexico City or whatever, because like, but the, could, air, the air quality was so bad and the weather too. It was like it was like a combination of the two. So then and that was supposed to be that that legendary Rams Chiefs game, but it still ended up legendary, you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. Was, I, it was a what in LA, right? I remember I was down 89 points in a PPR, but I had Kareem Hunt and Patrick Mahomes. And I won by like 20. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Insane. Yeah, dude. Freaking uh, Mexico City. Yeah, they got yeah, like almost 10 million people. But see, you know what's funny? That shit ain't that's like a regular sized city in China, bro. Well, yeah, but that I mean, well, I mean it's the second biggest city in the world. So I mean there's only one city, you know, bigger than that one. I'm sure it is in <laughs> okay. China. But the amount of space. There's no space like there. Like, I don't even know. Like, let me see how many, like, how many people per square. How many people is in San Francisco? Because that's a motherfucker that's just stacked up on top of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So in here, in Mexico City, it says there's about 16,000 residents per square mile. That's just just walking through. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> everywhere everywhere shoulder to shoulder everywhere is traffic excuse me excuse yeah bro san fran doesn't even have a mill are you see what i'm saying and this my city has over a million san jose yeah you know what i mean and we're a big we're a big fucking city though you know what i mean yeah san- see so what they do here when i search san, um that's what i was in 2019 no, no, no. san francisco has like two million actually right it said nine hundred thousand when i put in san francisco population and then, then I look here. They don't count the homeless people. You know what? <laughs> that, that may be true. Because then I put in uh, San Francisco population 2020. And it says the population of San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley metropolitan area has about 4.69 people. 69, dudes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, you know, when I, was a, when I was a young aspiring artist, I remember Smash Mouth. I saw an interview with them on MTV and um, the, the Smash Mouth for context, they're from my city and uh, we're a million deep in population. So I remember he, they went platinum and he was on MTV and he was talking about, man, it's, it's so crazy. We sold a million. It's like when I walk outside in my city, everyone I see has my album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So then I always, I, you know, I was always like, man, we don't need to go anywhere. We could just squeeze it out, like squeeze the juices out. Yeah. Just got to squeeze them right. And yeah, it even says in here, the population of San Francisco in uh, the 2020 consensus, 
873 uh, million or well eight, um uh 100,000 I mean 873 100,000 Am I still in the matrix? You're not now, but you were for a okay. second. Cool. Yeah, so that's wild. I would think that San Francisco had more, but then when you look at the map, I mean, it's hella small. Like on the map, I mean, it's just a lot of suburbs, you know, and a lot of different joints right around it. San Jose is way bigger on the map than San Francisco is. Right? And uh, and Jeff, I don't think we answered this one. Would you play Gallup this week? Other options are Renfro, Van Jefferson Jr. I think I'd go Van Jefferson over uh, Gallup this week. Huh. Hmm. You know, Van Jefferson has been getting a mixture of the Deshaun Jackson looks and the Robert Woods like slot targets. I'm going to go with you here, but it's because he has like a moderate floor with a super high upside. If you want to go someone who's not going to bust you at all, you go Renfro. Yep. That's a safer play for sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I don't, Man, I used to run in bitches raw, bro. We going Jefferson. We don't play it safe. <laughs> it's go big or go home right now. You know, like obviously in certain situations, we're going to play it safe. But I'm always going to try to give the high upside guys that I think are going to hit. Yeah, because for me, I was torn between Gallup or – because here's another thing. Gallup's been getting double-digit targets the last couple of weeks. But it's also like he was the only game in town. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's kind of hard to, you know, to judge that. Like, he's immediately going to go back. To the number three look you know what i'm saying yeah and let's see sean said uh, anyone actually believe jeff wilson is the lead rb in san francisco guy will be out by the first quarter so i don't believe what i mean with all these committee backs i don't put any weight into who the starter actually is but i know you said the lead back i i like what bogart said earlier where if debo plays it might be like 30 carries for all these running backs. 10 Debo, 10 Jeff Wilson, 10 for Hasty. Yeah. And, like, if Debo's feeling good, they, that might turn into 12 or 15. And it'd be, and it just all of a sudden he's just playing full-on running back. The last time he got double-digit carries was a couple, the, 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 game, the game that he got hurt. And, he, you know, he scored two tugs. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't get not one target. So Not I'm saying one. no Mitchell. And and here's the thing. I remember when when Jeff Wilson was eligible to come back that week, Mitchell got hurt. So then Mitchell wasn't going to play. And everyone was like, oh, man, this is what we were waiting for, why we were holding Jeff Wilson. And then you look at the game and you're like, damn, they can't, they really want Elijah Mitchell back. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're giving the ball to Debo, first snap out of the gates, you know, yeah. like that. For real. And And – and I, I will say that game, because that was a game against the Jaguars. Yeah. I will say, Jeff Wilson did get a red zone target. He was wide open, and Jimmy G just, oh, he sailed it on him. You know what I mean? So, like, it would have been, maybe, maybe that would have changed. It would have changed for, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's unfortunate because that's not his fault. But that could have changed in the eyes of the coaches, too. You know what I mean? All right, man. At the, at the end of the day, there's a lot of film, you know, that gets put out there, you know, and, uh, a lot of it I still think is gut feelings with these coaches because they know practice. They know what these guys, their potential is, you know, in their eyes. So even though some writing is on the wall, I, I know that some of these coaches play with their gut. 
I mean, and here's another thing too, is when, when you have your nightmares realized, like with Shanahan's nightmares that everyone gets hurt, it happens to him all the time. So like, you know, you, you look over the years, he made sure he had a like a plethora of running backs. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And here's why you need a plethora too, not just because of injuries, but because you're not satisfied with these players that you have. There's a reason why they drafted two running backs this year. You know what I mean? Because they're not, they were looking at Jeff Wilson and most are like, okay, we're not just going to be okay with you guys. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. look what happens. Good thing they drafted Sermon and Mitchell because Mostert gets hurt. And then Jeff Wilson got hurt in the offseason to start. To, and then, then on top of that, Trey Sermon is a bust. So good thing they have Mitchell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is why he stays with a gang of running backs. For fantasy, it's annoying. But it, but it's just like you always want the Shanahan running back somehow. You just, you know, it's hard to diagnose who the fuck it is. Hell yeah. And uh, to answer the question, I'll say he if there's no Debo, yeah, he's the lead guy. What does that entail, though? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And uh, and Niner MMA eighty six said, first time I saw your channel, you guys gave me the green light on Cedric. Hey, Mister Wilson, during Thanksgiving, been watching ever since. Hell yeah! Appreciate See what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Because if we told him fuck Cedric Wilson and he went off, that guy's never coming back. Never. <laughs> and then this is what's dope about about you know shout out to everybody that rocks with us because we probably you know like the Franciscos of the world you know the the, the uh the Antonios, you know what I'm saying? Um, and even not just the guys, not just because they're in our leagues, but also like, you know, the second take extras, all the guys that keep rocking with us, even if we're giving them wrong information, right? I think by now they rock with us because they, they fuck with us. You know what I mean? Well, and here you go, right here, just right on point. Life and Sports Talk with Jake says, no matter if you're right or wrong, bro, I'll be here. I'm here for the entertainment. And that's what we're trying to be. Yeah. Like Austin said it earlier. Um, when uh, he was like, man, all these uploaded ranking videos, it's all the same fucking shit, but it's just a different mouth giving you the information, you know? So I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. It's way more fun for me. And, uh, and you know, I, I just want to hear, you know, from you guys, would you rather have us doing some uploaded shit, you know, that you can't, you know, interact with, or do you like the way that we do this? Even this new show, sometimes it's a little scattered, you know, but, but we're here at least interacting with you guys. What would you rather have us do? And, uh, oh, and, and uh, TD chiming in. Good looking on the super chat, bro. And I shot you the link if you got time because you may have to come back up this claim. Rashad Penny, a must start. Th- or uh, No, no, he didn't say must start. It says Rashad Penny, a start this week. I'm assuming he's not asking. Well, he, check this out. Adrian Peterson isn't being brought back onto the active roster, I heard. He hurt, he, he hurt his back or something is what it was. So he got hurt. Yeah. And look at here. Justin's got to come over here with his dope AP fucking uh, oh, his yeah. AP hockey fucking sweater here. He's such <laughs> and uh, someone was super stoked about it. They, they came up to him at the game like, bro, where'd you get that jersey at? <laughs> well, super you know, stoked. I never realized how much I, I always wanted like a, a Steph Curry football jersey now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's just start mashing them up. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell I'm yeah. Wayne Gretzky baseball jersey next. There you go. <laughs> oh, on that, on that note of the just hella confused. FYI, guess the Super Draft Pro has for us tomorrow. <laughs> NHL for us 
Nice. For, uh, for the uh, subscription base. For the members? Yeah. Oh, shit. So we, we, ju- we just got some new news here. And uh, Austin, I hope you're on here because I know you're the NHL guy. But apparently, there's going to be an NHL contest for members now. Yep. For tomorrow night. Because there's no college football, right? You know what I always wondered? You know when you go out to practice, right? You know, say you play basketball. You're going to go out there and run three-point drills. You're going to run some fucking, you know, some uh, given goals. You're running drills, right? If you're in hockey. And you're- oh, and Fantasy Good Sports is asking. <laughs> He's asking about Rashad Penny. I'm not fucking with Rashad Penny at all. Like, even with the news about AP, like, um, I mean, Alex Collins. I don't think we have any new news about him being, like, out or anything. You know what? In the words... In the words of, uh, like, first of all, I hear TD's voice. Like, if, if some, I hear TD's voice where it's like, that's Bush League shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because that's, you know, Rashad Penny's kind of in that no man's land. Like, where, like, you really got to be desperate. Must be, for sure. And the Texans, I mean, how are the Texans against the run? I, I know they're not. I will, here, here's one thing that I'll say about the Texans. They are the team that you need to stream your running back against. Like, they always seem to be that way. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they were 32 against the run last year. You know what I mean? But then there always ends up being two – years know, in a, Two years in a row. But this year, they weren't as bad. And let's see on where they are of actually giving up. So, right now, they are 28th in giving okay. up points to the running back. They've improved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they used to be 32. Now yeah, they're 28. Hey, man. I ain't gonna lie, in my 14 teamer, like I picked up Rashad Penny because that seems feasible in a 14 teamer. You know what I mean? But also for context, I picked up and dropped him like several times throughout, like, you know, the past couple months. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, just keep adding them just in case. And you know what I mean? Because it's still Pete Carroll's, he wants to run the ball, but they just can't do it. Yep. And here we go. And TD made it. Sorry, we don't have his uh, his drop because I'm uh, on location right now. I but got it. Know. Nobody does it. Like me, nobody. Who can say like me? Who can lay your body? <laughs> oh, God, what up, TD? What's <laughs> up, so, bro? bro I'm apologizing and for it because I know I might be in the matrix, but I had I was trying to get in the live, so I had to actually. Uh, posted inside the browser, uh, Alex. All, all good, bro. All good. And okay. I know sometimes okay. it, get, it gets a little bit shaky, and especially because you're on the road right now, right? Yes, yes. I just left the barbershop. Okay, yeah. cool. And I think uh, you're probably better Fresh. without the video because I think uh, the way that it works is when you got the camera on, I think it makes the phone lag a little bit more. So okay. you're, you're okay. good. You're good. Yeah I, was, yeah, I was asking y'all the question about Rashad Penny. I think he's a good play, so... I was asking y'all to get some confirmation. What, do you think I should start him? You know so, what? I'm, I'm, uh, fuck, man. Here's uh, why I say who, no. Who, over here's who? Why I say no. Who, here's the reason why. And I may be wrong about all this, okay? I may be wrong about all this. But here's what I remember. I remember the, the one time that we were kind of excited for him to play this year. You know, finally, Pete Carroll giving all of these isms about how, oh, he's so excited about Rashad Penny and all this and that. And he cracks off the game with an 18-yard rush. 
you know, just right off the bat. And then where does he go? Right to the sideline to hold his head down. He couldn't even go straight to the blue medical tent because they didn't even have it up yet because they didn't even know that they were going to need it on the first play of the game. You know what? With no AP, it does interest me a little because he's coming off of 11 carries. And, like, what we're looking for is, like, you know, maybe 15 carries with, like, a couple targets. You know what I mean? Like, if he can get the Alex okay. Collins work. You know what I mean? But, like, but, you know, here's another thing, too, is, like, I think as a team, they, their team average is less than three yards a carry. So, and that, you know, the reason I bring up the team average is because that means their line is bad. It don't matter who's back there. Not even AP. We know that their line is very, very bad. It's one of the worst in the NFL. That's another reason why I'm not super, you know, but um, behind Penny. I mean, last week you look at him; it's not, uh, it's not a bad game. You know, the I mean, he, make it interesting, huh? Say it again. The Texans they make it interesting too, though. They well, do. yeah, they, they do. I think, and, and Rashad Penny. One thing, even when he got hurt that time, Alex, he did look explosive, though. Yeah, he did. Sure. And last week. Last week, he clearly looked the best out of everybody, and that was against my Niners. We're, we're a fairly good run defense. I think we're like, you know, we're middle of the pack. You don't think okay. Travis Homer looked better? I mean, I know his, you know, just one big run, you know, out of his three touches that he got. What are you doing here? <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here. <laughs> but I'm going to stay consistent. Fuck <laughs> Travis Homer. Oh, I'm not playing Travis Homer. I am not. No, I know that, but I'm saying – Fuck Travis Homer. <laughs> and that that was guy, no, because he just – it was the flukiest fucking special teams touchdown. That, it's a fake <laughs> punt. Okay. We fucking okay. – No, it wasn't a special teams. It was, uh, okay. it was a rush. Yeah, it was a rush. It was a fake punt. So, yes, it wasn't special teams. But – Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, it yeah. was supposed to be – listen, fuck – fuck him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Seahawks. Yep. They yes. always do it to us. Who's the starter this week for them? Is Alex Collins? It's Penny. It's Penny right now because we didn't hear nothing about Alex. But, like, let me, see, think, let me see if there's I, any news that comes here's, up. Here's the thing. if I would say at this point with Alex Collins being beat up, if he does play, he's not the starter because Penny was the guy above him but had to be put on IR. Then they had to elevate Alex Collins from the practice squad. You got to remember before Chris Carson went out, before Chris Carson went out, it, it, he wasn't even on the team. He was on the practice squad. Yeah. You know, Alex Collins was. They, they, were, they were fooling with, with Homer and Dallas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's been, and Alex Collins still limited, um, still limited today in practice. He's been limited all week. But you know okay. what? If this is a river dance competition, boy, he'll get. <laughs> now, see, like, <laughs> Did y'all get the Jamal Williams news that he's out with COVID? Yep. Wild. Okay. Wild. Okay. Got big okay. Hell hey, no. man, I was at the mall. I was at the mall, and, you know, I got four kids. And in the history of my kids, ain't none of them never want to fuck with Santa Claus. Like, take a picture, right? And you know what's up? Is my son yesterday, he asked me, he said, he said, Daddy, is Santa Claus coming over? And I was like, oh, shit. I started dying laughing because, you know, that's funny. So, when we saw Santa Claus, I was like, I was like tapping him. Look, son, look, Santa Claus, bro. He, he, his eyes lit up. He couldn't fucking believe it. And then when I got closer, I started looking at Santa Claus. I was like, oh shit, that motherfucker's wearing a mask. You know what? Let's let, let's go take a picture. Because I was like, ah, I ain't finna. How stupid is that as a parent, right? 
Like, God forbid yeah. any, any of our kids get COVID, would it be like, well, how do you get COVID? I just fucking, the fucking stand-up, man. <laughs> the only thing I could think of, you know what I mean? It's the only person he was close to. But Santa was wearing an M90 mask. He was wearing the legit joint over the beard. I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> wearing it over the beard, why not under the beard? <laughs> well, because then you would see the beard is fake. What? They call it fake? <laughs> I mean, you know it's fake, but, you know, for the kids. Anyways, right? How about this? Uh, my son, he's in the picture. He's kind of like, like, you know what I mean? He doesn't look too happy at all. And then the girl, the lady goes, trust me, this is one of the best pictures. Like most kids are sitting there crying. Ah, like, you know what I mean? One of the funniest ones I've seen lately is like when the kids are like leaning away from Santa Claus. Like if they're in the picture, like with Santa Claus, like sitting next to him, they're kind of like leaning away from him. Hey, they don't want to go. If I could smoke weed at the mall, I would like smoke weed at the mall and just watch the kids freak out when they're like just <laughs> going to meet Santa for the first time. Like that's just hilarious to me. Bro, I went, I went into this toy store because we're like, you know, we're trying to knock out hella Christmas shopping. Went to, I went into the most pathetic toy store. I, I put it on, on the gram. I was just kind of like on my stories, bro. I was just walking around like, damn, this toy store is whack, bro. Like, they didn't have shit. Like, what kind of toys are these? You know what I mean? Like, we had some ill shit as kids. I mean, I'm pretty Homemade sure. toys. <laughs> like, there, there's dope shit out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, online and shit. But like, you know, back then, we had, would you say TV, KB toys? He said homemade no, toys. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, shit. Got to get creative. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah, remember. That's what I was like, if, they had trash to if they had trash toys. But yeah, toys are or, or toys are us, and KB Toys was the, was gas. Hell yeah, bro. Toys are us was that shit, bro. I heard that they're going to be bringing them back. Really? Oh, you know oh. what it is. You know what it is. They did. They did what Hostess did. Remember how Hostess went out of business for a year? Mm. It was really just oh. so they could fire everyone, get a whole bunch of like business, you know, shit, you know, um, wow. funding and all that kind of wow. shit. And then they fire everybody and then they bring all new people back and they're paying them, you know, pennies on the dollar compared you know, to the regime. Did, did, wow. did anybody like that second Zombieland? Was it any good? Justin said, JC, JC Penny said it's good. I, I never seen it. Okay. Because it just made me think of it. Because he was like, "Fuck these zombies!" My whole mission is finding the goddamn Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And how and how was his truck so clean, bro? There ain't no car washes, bro. No way, not in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, not when you're running over zombies and shit. Where's the blood and guts everywhere? I'm in I'm in Minnesota, and there's no zombies running around, and nobody's car is clean out here. Fuck no. <laughs> Why are you gonna clean your car when it's about to get snowed on? <laughs> exactly. And the street is fucking ridiculous. Like, man, the dirt and snow and mud that's just on the street that everyone's driving through. Yeah, your car is getting fucked up real quick. Yeah, you know what's funny when people when people aren't from places with snow, right? You know what I'm saying? We think of snow as like a winter wonderland and like Christmas and shit like that, right? Skiing, snowboarding, shit like that, sledding, just fucking joy. Then when you go to the cities, that snow, then you see that black snow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You Fuck that. Gray snow. You feel me? And uh, Team Money, you the man. He said, win or lose, I'm rocking with you fuckers. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. You the man, bro. Because it's, it's not about, like, 
the guys, it's about the process. So we don't never give nobody. We're not gonna tell anybody to well sit um sit Alvin Kamara play with Sean Penny. Like we don't do that. But if we tell a guy to play, he's at least gonna get the targets. And sometimes the targets or the carries don't resort to a good fantasy week. So that's that's one thing I can stand by all of us. We don't never give anybody nothing crazy where the guy don't get zero targets or uh, no carries, and we talking about playing them, right? That's when it's wrong to me. Yep. Yeah. When everything is based on gut feelings. <laughs> when yeah, or like based- I I used to work with an individual, and I won't say his name, but he's, it was just whether he liked the player or not. Oh, I hate him. No, don't start him. Like no logic, just he didn't like him. You know what I mean? And and both me and Bogart, we've already taken step backs on players that we that we're usually off on, and we, we pretty much say we're not starting this person for this reason because we don't like them. And uh, at least for me, one of those players was Josh Jacobs, and I've already changed my changed my tune, and you guys have heard it already. Yeah, because when it, I mean three weeks, maybe a month ago, we were still hating on him. You know what I mean? But like once yeah. you start like once you start minusing, you know. Uh, um, the bullshit, like not targeting him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because our never, our problem was never really Josh Jacobs. It was the way that he was being used. Yeah, and he's also just a yes. He's a, he just stays. He just stays hurt too. Like he's a guy in college that split with Damian Harris. You know what I mean? And uh, and yeah, and he didn't get the bulk of the workload either. It was Damian Harris who got the bulk of the workload and then like so here's josh jacobs getting a workload and he hit that rookie wall pretty tough back in 2019 you know what i mean and in 2020 that kind of carried over where it's like this is a guy you shouldn't give too much work to but now now they're forced to and we love it in fantasy you know what i mean hell yeah they have no choice now they don't got nobody i mean maybe <laughs> Payne barber get, like even jalen richard is out I don't think we're going to continue to see bell cows like that. Like Derrick Henry is a dying breed. And so we're going to have to start picking running backs on our team kind of in a split in a split type of carry type situation. So we, you're not going to get guys that carry the ball 25 times on the team uh, going forward in uh, far as football to me. You know, you know, what's funny is I think this year was the experimental year as you had the first ever 17 week season. Right. So they learned a lot. And that's one of those things, like, you, you might have, like, you know who's smart is Baltimore because they they kept Gus Edwards all these years because he's a closer. Yep. He's a closer. Yep. When you're winning these games, put him in the game. He's going to fall forward for two or three yards every time. You know what I mean? Yep. Those, yep. there's going to, this is going to be a tight. It's like, it's like, um how not a lot of teams run fullbacks pretty soon you're going to start seeing teams have closing running backs yeah, yeah. and really like i mean I, I was talking about it like this year where really the only workhorse like you know guys who are getting and i'll just say a hundred percent even if they don't get it but it seems like they are um yeah. dalvin cook derrick henry cmc yeah. there's literally no one else in the nfl Najee harris I agree. Well now, well now, but we didn't know that preseason if he was going to be oh, like, I, knew. I mean, yeah, but I'm he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be because of how bad the line is, and they're not doing shit this year. Like, they shouldn't be horsing him this year. They should be preserving him a tiny bit. 
But you know yeah. what? You know why? You know why this is important is because now he's gonna know how to condition in the off season. Because now he's gonna know. All right, I'm getting. You know, I mean, this to withstand the 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 test of time with this type of workload. You're gonna have to be some type of beast. Remember Le'Veon Bell? He used to take boxing because he's like, all right, they can't hit me if my footwork's hella good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, cause he thought that would help preserve him. But also at the same time, he was a benefactor of of a top five offensive line. You know? Yeah. Every- and and I mean, I'm not. I don't know if they were top five. You know, passing offense back then. No. But they were they were slinging it though, like crazy. Oh, when well, Antonio Brown on the outside. So Antonio Brown. Were. He's going to help any running back because you got to double team him the whole game. And, and also they were, they were one of the best passing offenses because they, they had like, yep. yeah, they were like five. He was, he was like, uh, you know, uh, always uh, sniffing 5,000 through the air. Yeah, Big, ben was, Big Ben was a top five quarterback then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2018, he hit five thou wow. Yep. Yep. And, uh, but that's, what's crazy is like, okay. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, you know, oh, let me keep working, working on my footwork and shit. But then when he lost that sixth gear, like then nothing else mattered. Nothing else I mean, mattered. Here's, here's I don't thing. know Hustle if he lost the sixth gear. I think he went to New York and lost the passion because well, okay, he I, was good the last year in, in Pittsburgh. The year before he, he didn't, he held out. He was good then. Yeah. Because that was, and that was the only year that he actually stayed healthy all year and they got to the AFC championship lost to the Patriots, right? And here's the thing too about that year is he averaged uh 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 he averaged almost three yards a carry before contact. That's how good that line was. Then he went then he went to New York where like guys like Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory, guys like that, they were averaging one and a half yards before contact. That's not good. That was yeah. not good. That's horrible. And like he became new Shady McCoy because what was Shady McCoy in Buffalo? He was just all volume and you just hope for the best. You know what I mean? And like Shady McCoy did have a top five finish one year in Buffalo, but after that, it was just shady. You know what I mean? Like pun intended. Yeah. And that's, that's what happened to let me on bell. You know what I mean? Like, and even how about this? He needs a, a top five run blocking line for his style. Cause he's like a ballerina type fucking dancing around like you know what i mean patient yeah. he's and remember he was so in sync with the steelers line like he would yeah. tap the motherfucker on the shoulder or put he would be like behind him with his hand on the shoulder you know yeah. what i mean and, yeah and it, they call it steering he was steering to the exactly the and like he was creating holes because they were all simpatico you know what i mean he goes over to the jets and like he's the new money guy on a, on a fucking project team yeah it wasn't gonna happen. That's probably the nicest way that the Jets have ever been referred to—a project team. Because that's what they are. They're like a—they're like a pilot. You know what I mean? Like, so this is what we kind of want our football team to look like, huh? What you—what do you think? Uh, no, we're not gonna sign you. It's so—it's just every week's a pilot. They don't—they'll never get signed on for a season. <laughs> And uh, let's get through it. Let's, let's smash through a couple of these questions real quick. So Sean E.G. says, Dylan or Jefferson in the flex? I'm assuming Jamur Jefferson. Half point PPR. I'm going Dylan. Yeah. Dylan all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, don't fool with the Jamur thing, man. No. Yeah. No, unless everyone you need, Unless that. you don't have nobody. Unless you have I'll nobody. You don't have nobody no. to play in the spot. 
I'll play Wait. Rashad Penny over Jamur. <laughs> yes, yes, that, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, and yeah, I'll play him over Kirk and those type of guys. Definitely, definitely. And uh, and second take extra said, "Bruh, bruh, you were right on the over last night." Yeah, I was. I was. I don't know if I really knew if it was gonna go over. I just happened to get lucky. I'm like, I like I knew this game was gonna go over. What was the over under? Is in the 40s, right? I'll be right back. It was like right. 40, it was like 40. It was like 44. Yeah. And let's see who else we got here. Oh, Mike Boone's on the reserve COVID list. Mike Boone on the reserve COVID list. Well, let's hope that he didn't have any close contact with anybody else like Foster Williams. Or... Yeah, he better not have. Hey, these players are going to be crazy. These playoffs is going to be crazy with this COVID stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, last year was too. You know, I mean, got to keep your pockets loaded where you can. You're right. And Big BS said, I made a bet out of the playoffs, but uh, one team can't pick up a defense. His is on by. The opponent refuses to sit his defense, fair or foul. It all depends on the situation. Like, if everyone's involved in this bet, you know, it, it kind of just – it is what it is. But for the other guy, if there's no benefit for him, you know, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to sit a defense just to, you know, make someone else's bet fair. <laughs> <laughs> right, TD? I mean, you on that too? Yes, I agree 100% with you. <laughs> so um, give me a little bit more context, Big BS, because just based on this, I, I don't think it's foul for that person. But, you know, I, I mean, it's just one sentence. I'm not getting the whole story here, I'm sure. And second take extra said, is Chase Edmonds playing? Tomorrow we will know more. We will it, know more. It really doesn't matter if you're wondering what Connor's going to do. Now, if you just want to know what Chase Edmonds is going to do for us, then I understand it. But he's not going to hurt Connor value. Connor's is – He's kind of did what Dylan has done. He stapled himself into this offense. Yeah. And I would even say, because Edmonds, like even if you go back to last year when he was like cracking off some of these like 20, 25 yard, you know, passes or, you know, sweeps or whatever that he was just hitting the hole, you know, just hitting the outside or whatever. If he cracks off a 20 yard, you know, um, just touchdown or something, like you could think that that's hurting Connor, but it's really not. He just made nope. a good play. When they yep. get to the green zone, it's all Connor. Yep. And that's all you want. You just want to make sure that Connor's going to get all green zone touches, and he he will because he's hot right now. Hell yeah. And let's see. And Will, what up, bro? What's the song I heard about Javante Williams? I have no idea. It says, what's this I'm hearing about Javante Williams? Oh, what's this I'm hearing? I don't know. Yeah. What what are you hearing? You tell me. I'm just saying that if is that what is that what you're talking about? You're talking about Mike Boone? Um, Will throw it in the throw it in the chat if that's what uh, if that's what you're talking about. And here we go, Frank, Sony, Michelle, Wilson, Foreman, <laughs> duct taping the lineup before the playoffs. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro, got to right now. I think that I'll go Foreman as of right now, but if we get more news on Henderson. Um, you know, if Henderson's like, if he's only limited, um, like if he's limited tomorrow, cause tomorrow's like their Friday, I think I'm just, I, I think I'm just going to go with, uh, um, with Sony. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'm going with Sony. I think I'm going with Sony no matter what. Uh, I just don't think Henderson hasn't practiced enough for me to think that they split it all the way. So I'm okay with Sony getting the green zone touches. Do you believe that Sony gets the green zone touches? That's the most important to me. Okay, I and think I believe so. too. Me too. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw him in there. He was doing his thing, you know, last week, and I think they know that that's what they got out of him. I like Foreman, but I like Sony better. So, um, better offense for sure. Yeah, yes, I agree. There we go. And, uh, there we go. Bogart is back. And, uh, and let me see another one from a man. Frank said, if Cooks or Debo is out, start who? Shepard, Guyton, T. Patrick, um, MVS. So, yeah, we got to hear some more news on Cooks. But, yeah, not, not sound too promising for him. Debo, at least the news that we heard today, does sound a little bit more promising than before. If Shepard plays, I'm playing him. Um, but I think I'm going MVS if uh, Shepard doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah. Um- I'm going NVS too, and I'm going NVS, and it's risky. But like you said, Hustle, I heard you when I was on the chat, listening to the chat, and you said, I'm playing, I'm looking for the boom. Hell yeah. That's why I'm playing NVS, and that's why I've been on NVS for the last two months, because I knew he's one of the best boom guys. Him, He's been playing with Aaron Rodgers for six years. Aaron Rodgers knows how to get NVS the ball. He's not the prototypical high-value receiver, but he's a great deep threat. And I'd rather play with that, have that deep threat and that boom over – these guys, this, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do, right? Yeah. And and TD, you're being summoned here. Can you read the chat? Yes. Life and sports talk with Jake. Life and sports talk with Jake. What's going on, bro, bro? What's good? <laughs> yeah, what's going down? And uh, live and sports talk with Jake said, uh, is Eckler good to go, by the way? I don't know if he got to it. Everything's sounding like he's good to go. As of right now, um, I mean, we're just, he had another limited practice. I'm double checking that right now. Yeah, because because he limited Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, that's usually trending towards he should have been a full go today. You know? He is. He was a full go today. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's so, good to go. so here's 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 why he's asking this question because nowadays when you go full go, they don't just right away take you off the injury report. But we know he's going to play, but it's going to say questionable. So, And sometimes they do. I mean, it really just depends because I wasn't even uh, – I don't remember where the hell we were this morning. And I just saw David Montgomery, um, his, uh, his, his status on Yahoo got changed from questionable to full um, to healthy. Okay. I was like, oh, he got in a full, like, in a full practice. What? You talking about Monty? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, perfect example. Yeah. Okay, so they did remove him. Off, off. Okay. It just kind of depends. Sometimes, uh, it really just depends on how these uh, how these teams classify it and stuff. So a lot a lot of different variables that can uh, come into play. You know what's sad about that situation too is there's no guy where you could be like, hell yeah, Justin Jackson, Tom. You know what I mean? Or hell yeah, Larry Roundtree. Like, it's just like you know what I mean. It's Eckler or bust over there. Yeah. Like if there's no Eckler, just gonna throw the ball a ton. Cause yeah. they already are one of the most their their run pass ratio is very close. They're like damn they're 50-50. Yep. Yeah. And Rob, he said, Can I send you my picks of my team on Messenger to get your opinion on who to drop for Michael Thomas in Dynasty? So do me a favor, man. Make sure you go get on Patreon because like 
you know, I don't want to be the guy who's like, no, I, I don't want to answer DMs because I kind of do here and there, you know, but now that we're getting to the playoffs, like my time is like I, I'm being pulled in a lot of different directions by a lot of different things. Make sure you get on Patreon. Make sure you get on the superstar tier or higher. Just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Click on Patreon. Go get signed up because I'm telling you, like I may answer some people's DMs randomly when, um, you know, when they're non-Patreon members. But if you're a Patreon member, like I make sure to answer your questions, you know, like anyone who's not, sometimes things slip through the cracks. It just is what it is. Life is busy. Life is busy. Yeah, yeah guys, listen, we're not trying to, we tell, don't, we're not. Tell them about your OnlyFans and what you do over there too, because I know it's similar to what I'm doing on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, guys. So listen, I don't, I can't speak for Hustler, but I don't, we don't tell you to go to like our Patreon and our OnlyFans just to say you can pay. Guys. These the answering questions in the, on YouTube is very kind of it's almost disingenuous because you're just giving us two or three players and say who did I start? Well, we don't know who your quarterback is, we don't know your record, we don't know uh what you, what you're trying to do. Like we got to know that. So when you give us go to our Patreon and my OnlyFans, it gives me the whole picture and I can make a better assessment. And I'm not just gonna give you a clear, clear, like a clear cut easy answer. I don't like doing that, right? So I like to be able to assess your team and give you a, a answer. I don't know how, how Hustler feels, but that's how I feel about it. That's how I do because, uh, I mean, you know, if you're going to – what we're doing right here, just like TD said, it's in a vacuum. You're giving us a couple players. We're looking at a question. We're literally just thinking about it for a second or two. You know, we give our answer, and then it's out of our mind, you know, after that. Like the people who are on Patreon with me, they'll even come in here and they'll still ask questions, you know, and that's fine. But, like, you know – Late at night, nine, 10 o'clock at night, you know, maybe when stuff is off, people are tinkering with their teams or like, oh, who should I pick up? You know, like some people just cleared uh, waivers today or whatever, you know, after the, the Wednesday drops and all that. And so that's why you want to be on it. It's just a level of access that we don't give to anybody other than people who are on that. Because think about everyone else in this industry. When Matthew Barry gets off doing whatever he's doing, he's not answering fucking DMs. You know, he's not answering any of those shits. Like most of these people, the footballers are definitely not doing that. And there's a bunch of people who are on our exact same level, you know, thousand subscribers, you know, on YouTube, 2000, maybe even a little bit less. They do not take the time to do that shit because that's not what they're trying to do full time. I'm doing this full time. You guys are supporting my business. I'm literally treating you, you know, like VIP, you know, consumers whatever like but that's that's how i run every business that i've ever ran and that's the way i think about it you guys are you know if you're paying on patreon just for lack of better word you know because you're our homies you know but you're a customer of a business and i'm definitely going above and beyond the call of duty for anyone who's supporting this business because that's what it is for me and and in a vacuum if you're gonna try to pick up michael thomas drop anybody that's not a starter that's <laughs> like yeah, for sure. I mean, there's got to be someone at the end of your bench who, like, is not going to sniff the starting roster. Unless you know, he has the most incredible, incredible dynasty league uh, league team I've ever seen. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, you need to get in a league where you have more bench spots. Because in the Hustler leagues, we have about 51 total roster spots. And we only start about 19 players. So we literally have, like, 30-something, you know, bench spots. And sometimes it's still hard to drop people. But. Listen, guys, no cap. Hustler has the best leagues. I've never I played in a bunch of different types of leagues, and I'm no I'm not capping. He, his IDP, the way they score, is awesome. So yes, you need uh, no tight end spot, five flex spots. I'm telling you, and all in the dynasty leagues, gas. Hell yeah, it's making it way better. 
Let's see. Get a couple more and then we'll get up out of here. What up, Nate? He said, uh, with Jamal Williams out, is Jefferson worth a pickup? I mean, he's worth a pickup, but he's definitely not worth a start. I mean, unless you're really, really desperate. He has a floor of like maybe three points is his floor. Like he had like, you know what I mean? Like what is he going to go like 11 carries for, for 30 yards maybe? You know what I mean? And you know what's crazy? That might even be pushing it. With the three points as a floor. I'm going to see what he fucking scored last week. Well, he only had two carries the last time. <laughs> see, exactly. And even if he's the starter, well, even because he, he might not be the starter. The other dude that we can't pronounce his fucking name is really the starter. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, what did he get last week? He got 1.8 points <laughs> last week. And he had five, five attempts. And... Yeah, five rushes and a target. Hey, look okay. at that. Give him 10 attempts, 3.6. <laughs> so he's got to get to 10 <laughs> to get the Tavis three point floor. That, that, Jared Goff and them, they're going to throw the ball a lot in this game because they're going to be losing the time of possession battle and they're going to be playing from behind. Yep. That's why I like Armora St. Brown this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the matchup for him. But the volume is going to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. Austin up in the building said, fellas, what up? What up? And he said, good. What's good? Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, Austin told me, Hustler, he got you to hit third in the um, hockey league. Hell yeah. It was fucking dope. And then we were just talking about earlier, Austin, before you came on here. So there's no college football tomorrow. Hockey is going to be the membership games tomorrow. I told you, bro, when, wow. uh, when some of the football stuff starts slowing down a little bit i know that they're gonna mix in hockey because they're really trying to get it to be a thing more people i mean because canada is the is the second country that this is available in you know like what do canadians love they fucking love their hockey so they love hockey and donuts apparently (laughs) and uh, so austin we are gonna need you tomorrow bro okay start doing your research did y'all know y'all know austin he's canadian (laughs) <laughs> okay okay no I, I don't know that i'm just saying <laughs> hey austin you send me a lineup i'm gonna um cash app you a little something something so hit me up in my email um and send me some guys to be looking at and stuff um i don't know about hustle but I, like i told you austin i would love to try to bring you on because i don't i'm not gonna sit here and cap i don't know a lot about hockey but i need guys to help me so i can pitch um content to my guys and if you want to do that, man, I'm willing to bring you on, man. We can negotiate that. Yep, and I told him about that, too. I mean, the, mo- the most hockey that I know about uh, revolves around the Mighty Ducks. And, um, and you know, if you grew up in the 90s, you know that the Detroit Red Wings are the shit. Outside of that, I know nothing about hockey. I'm from San Jose, and we, have, we, we are the Sharks. That's all I know. <laughs> and, I'm- and there we go. And Austin said, let's go. Dude, Man, there's going to be if uh, let me see how many contests tomorrow they have on Super Draft Pro. Like four. So, the one so we're playing it tomorrow, I think it's Edmonton and it's like so, so this is why everyone needs to get on the elite. Okay, uh, I'm telling you, it's a hundred dollars a month. Go to sdhustler.com. Everyone here has their link. So if you're used to watching, you know, TD show on his YouTube, just just hit him up. He's got the link. If you're watching this on the GMM network, it's in the description. But everyone who's in the elite tomorrow has eight fucking contests. You we got four for basketball, 
and we got and there's multiple games. Um, what it looks like. Uh, let me see. Well, there's just so many contests that I see right now, but we got basketball and we got hockey tomorrow. So we got eight contests, at least that I see right now, um, just for being on the elite. So Austin, we need you tomorrow, bro. It's Chicago versus Toronto. That's the game. Chicago versus Toronto. It's America versus Canada. <laughs> All right, Austin. So we're going to need you, bro. Go check that out. Um, I, you should you should at least have the free membership. So you'll see that there is the game there for the free membership as well. So you'll be able to see the multipliers and stuff. That's why you need to get on that subscription. Um, $100 tier, Austin. Hell yeah. Austin, if you need help figuring out how to upgrade your stuff, just come holler at me on uh, on Instagram. You already, we've already been talking, so just... Yeah, so Austin, we know he already got signed up for the free and fun um, underneath Justin. But yeah, dude, you got to bump that shit up. And then here's something else. Uh, I messaged TD and Bogart about this, but I didn't get a chance to tell anybody else uh, just yet because it just kind of came through. So on Monday night, there is another elite contest. Um, no money, but um, well, this is in addition. This is a, just a separate contest in addition to all the contests. So there, there's no money involved. Whoever gets, if you finish first, through 10th, you're going to get a custom Super Draft Pro water bottle with like your username on it and stuff. But if you clock first place in this, you are going to get your pick of your favorite NFL player jersey, who's a current NFL player right now, or you get your favorite team, um, your favorite team's uh, hoodie. And then if you're the one who actually brings on the person who hits first, you actually get a jersey or the hoodie as well. You hear that, TD? I'm sorry. Say it again, brother. I'm sorry. If you bring in the person who gets first place in this contest, for you bringing that person in, you also get a jersey or a hoodie of your choice as well. Yeah, I read everything, bro. I was, I know, and I figured you sent it to me because me and you talked about this. I said, yep. man, when they going to start paying us like for people that win? Yep. And so this is going to be something that's definitely going to be, you know, in the mix in the future, um, just by whoever, you know, you bringing your friends in, referring your friends, if they end up winning, they're going to figure out how, you know, you get a piece of the pie also. But yeah, Austin, so we need you tomorrow night, bro. And Facebook user said, you guys going out tonight, Hustler. I don't know. It is so fucking cold outside. Like I go outside and it's a damn winter wonderland. And it's uh, it's T-Money. Yeah, so yeah, we we would love to go check out a party, you know, go check out something. I have no idea. We're in Minneapolis, man. Someone throw me some ideas. What the hell do you do in Minneapolis when it's snowing like fuck and you don't want to go anywhere? Yeah, I mean, you got to do it like Prince, bro. Prince is from Minnesota. You know, he would do get like 12, 11 bitches, bro, and just put them inside a house and then get get down. And make them pancakes, right? Yep. <laughs> Man, I can you just, I mean, every time I hear Prince, now it's just associated with Charlie Murphy, you know, and RIP to both the legends, man, you know, and uh, just that whole story about Charlie Murphy, like meeting Prince and everything and going back to the crib and all that. And then Prince, <laughs> they're all just dressed up in their crazy ass, you know, women outfits, you know, at least that's what we think. Yeah. They dressing up women and getting more girls than you ever will get. <laughs> One of his guitarists, um, he had a guitarist 
that did a bunch of Vlad TV interviews, right? Okay. And the guitarist, he he corroborates that story. He was because he was one he was one of the blouses. <laughs> Shirts versus blouses. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so funny, dude. And then and and you already, I mean, I've already heard podcasts about people talking about Prince, how Prince is like a fucking baller, you know, like man, you ain't you ain't garden prince, you're not stopping his shot, you know, just real short, real quick, you know, real. <laughs> Um, you know, just everything's finesse. And man, I could just imagine Charlie Murphy getting his ass whooped by Prince and <laughs> Prince just clowning them and shit. Be home game blouses and then serving them pancakes after whooping that ass. So funny. <laughs> All right. We got a couple quick Patreon questions in here. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And uh, let's see. We got from Amy said Renfro or Mooney this week in standard. No, no, they'll be here. I think I'm going Mooney in standard. Yeah, because Renfro, like, he needs the touchdown. Or, like, you know, you, you better enjoy, like, your, you know, your, your your eight for 60, which would be, like, six points. You know what I mean? So exactly. I'm going because he can get all that in one catch. But uh, I would say, I always preference it like this, because like I said, you know how fantasy is. If you want the safe play in PPR, it's Renfro. But if you want the boom play, and we it's playoff time, so I'm pretty sure but we it's, need the boom but play, it's, standard. it's Mooney. It's, yeah, this one's oh, standard. standard. Yeah, yeah, you can't play Renfro. In, yeah, you got to play Mooney in standard. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And here's what I like about Mooney is that Allen Robinson's coming back. So yeah. have like Rasul Douglas or, who, or Kevin King, whoever is their, their number one, when when Al, when uh, Jair Alexander's not in there, he's gonna be the guy on on Allen Robinson. You know what I mean? Yep. And we know Justin Fields still loves him some Mooney, and that's who's coming back behind uh, center. Allen Robinson starting. So Allen Robinson's supposed to come back. He's okay. definitely trending. Definitely trending in the right direction. Let me go because uh, they've been talking about it all week that that's the plan for him to come back and play. Um, let me see what he actually was today. If he was here's here's what's ah, full go, full go, full go in practice today. And uh, I I feel like he could, I feel like he was able to go this whole time, but like it's a prime time game, you know what I mean? Divisional, like he wants to show his future team something, you know what I mean? And uh, and what and what's it called? Um, I mean. Yeah, like Bogart said, business decisions. It's a hamstring injury. Like, why the hell is he going to come back early from a hamstring injury? Yeah. Okay. All right, my man Frank got an IDP question up in here. Perryman, doubtful. I hate hearing that. <clears throat> Perryman was my – he's probably my favorite linebacker this year because he wasn't drafted in too many places. You picked him up off the waiver wire, like, everywhere. And he said, so pick up Kaiser White, Holcomb, or um, H. Landry. I, I forget what the hell – Harold Landry. Harold, I'll, I'll probably go Landry. I'm going Kaiser White now. I mean, I know a lot of people don't know who the fuck Kaiser White is, but let me just tell you, ever since last year, dude has been a motherfucking baller the way that they use him. And he Chargers? Here too. For the Chargers, for the Chargers, Kaiser White. Did I hear yeah, Kaiser White Soze. <laughs> <laughs> good, good one, J.C. Penny. I like that. That, that almost got him back to J.C. All right. <laughs> almost. This close, this close. Yeah, now JC Pesos he's got to work his way up. You keep coming up, you keep coming up with those joints, JC Penny, and you're gonna go places. 
Man, yeah, J.C. Penny, he's going to be like, uh, you guys remember basketball? Me and him were talking about it earlier. Remember yeah. how they treat? Remember how they treat Squeak in that movie? <laughs> like, man, that shit. Like, <laughs> as a twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old kid watching that, I used to die laughing about that because, like, he, uh, he he gets fired, and then they're bringing him into the house, you know, and like he was like, oh, dude, that's a sweet couch. Does that roll out to a bed? He's like, oh yeah, it's super sweet bed, but that's Jenkins' bed. That's the dog. And then they go over to is like but this is your bed and it's like it should be the place that the dog is sleeping it's like a little box and shit and he was like dude come on man like how am i supposed to get a chick in this and they're like don't worry dude you couldn't get a chick if you had a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper <laughs> yeah i don't know why it's in front of our house in front of my door oh yeah yeah i already i already took care of everything okay just give me a second give me a second i'm, I'm doing a pod my pops just rolled up. You know what I mean? Shout out. Shout out to pops. Right. Yeah. So they start ragging on him. And he's like, how am I supposed to get a chick in this? And they're like, don't worry, dude. You couldn't get a chick if you had a hundred dollar bill hanging out of your zipper. <laughs> and you know, what's funny is uh, I, I, I grew up, I wasn't Pam Anderson. I was Yasmin Belief. So when she was in that movie, I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's my girl. And the funny shit is when they're in the locker room and he's like, yeah, this is Yasmin Belief. And they turn around, they go like this, and then you just see the <laughs> <laughs> just an over-exaggerated cock. And she was like, you guys are just <laughs> your typical men with your humongous notes. <laughs> oh man, that shit was that shit had me dying as a kid, man. And then she she just couldn't stop saying cock. And she was like, she was about to say something, and she was like, Long wanger. Ah, throbby talk. Ah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. This is why I love Jewish people, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like only they can make jokes like that. They can get away with that shit. They can get away with all that shit. <laughs> all right, let's see. And Amy says, get an Uber and go to the uh, the bars downtown. Yeah, JC Money or J- no, JC Penny. He likes walking around downtown in this fucking weather. <laughs> because look at him. He's built like a Viking, bro. <laughs> Like not a football player Viking, but an actual Viking. Sweet. I, I had to make a business. I had to make a business decision this morning because uh, he was like, "Fuck, I gotta go move the car right now." He's like, "But I'm gonna go smoke a joint." And I was like, "Shit, I think I'm just staying here." <laughs> <laughs> no, like, hey, hey, listen. If you pat down, if you go pat J.C. Penny down right now, pat him down. He has a battle axe on him. <laughs> He's a real Viking. He's the cold as nothing. <laughs> yeah and uh you know it, it's not super cold i mean it, it's really not like i mean as much as everyone was talking shit you know how i'm gonna be freezing my balls off and everything like you know i'm frozen a little bit but i got multiple layers and like i didn't even need anything from out here jc money hooked me up with the coat today because it was raining so i put that on top of my sweater so it did i mean because it was snowing but my it was getting uh, wet like it was damn rain out there well, because I uh, listen, I don't know if everybody knows this, but snow is made of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, like, that's why, you know, even saying snow, it's snowing. That's not in my vocabulary. Like, that might as well just have been white rain to me. <laughs> right. Hey, listen. And, um, like, snowflakes, though, do they really look that cool? Like, with, I've never, I've never looked at a snowflake. Do they look like how Christmas portrays them? 
they do. If you look up and close to personal, like they do. So according to JC Penny, he said that they do. I was just getting smacked in the face by all this snow, this sideways snow that was coming in at us. I I didn't care about looking at anything. But but uh, back to going back to South Park season one, I did have to ask him, is this Christmas snow? Like, what what is it out here? Right. <laughs> and uh, and what did Austin say? He said, uh, oh, I said, I'll send you lineups uh, tonight or tomorrow morning for Chicago. Um, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not San Jose, though. OK, I saw the San Jose and I was like, wait, what the hell? I'm seeing Chicago versus Toronto here. So they got a San Jose Sharks game uh, on the uh, on the app. No. No, not this, not this one. I mean, Every longest time I used to trip because I'd be like, man, I've never seen a black guy play hockey, but yeah. the Sharks had a couple black dudes. I was like, oh, word. Edmonton was just, uh, yeah. very impressive. And you know what? You need enforcers on the squad, you know? Like, I mean, if, if so, you know, just going off of the stereotypes, and I'm sure TD knows, you know, some black folks that can't swim, you know, some that like hate the cold, you know, that shit, shit. I hate cold. I hate cold too. I'm tropical. Yeah. But if they can handle being on the ice, you know, out there with those ice skates and all that, you already know they're about to fuck some people up. You know what's funny? Um, I always wondered this. Like, I was kind of getting to this earlier about like when you're, when you run play, when you practice in basketball, they're running like all the drills. Same thing with football. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you, when you, when you practice for hockey, right? Do they got a guy out there on the skates with like pads? You know what I mean? And you're out there just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sparring and shit. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a you gotta know how to box on skates, right? Yeah, because I mean, you know, when you see like, you know, let's say a basketball fight or a baseball fight. You know, like I remember seeing one fight between uh, the Padres and the Cubs, and it was like, it was like, I can't I remember. With it was um, I, I can't remember the guys, but one of them was like he was six. Yeah, right outside the dugout, and they come and like <clears throat> they square up and they look all goofy. And when you see it, like from the back, like if it's it's just you know like the pitcher cam or whatever, if you see it from the back, they look like they're taking like clean solid shots like at each other. But then when you look at the side view, they're literally like a foot away from each other swinging, like they're not even close to hitting the person. Well, that's why they're baseball players, not boxers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't really gotta work. You know, you know, it's funny is like in football, some back in the 90s, you had some of those progressive coaches that'll be like, you know, you're going to take some ballet classes because you got to learn how to like be graceful. Right. Or like, you know, tell a popular like, remember I said Le'Veon Bell, he was taking boxing. He wanted to work on his footwork. You know what I mean? Like, there, you know, there's some components that you could use in those sports, but like you can't do none of that in hockey. You're on skates. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And there we go. Austin said all enforcers in the NHL have boxing coaches that they work with on the side. There you go. And you it's, go. Because it's not allowed, but it's part of the game so much that they have boxing coaches. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, it, it is allowed, though. Like, it, I mean, I thought they let you scrap until someone falls. Like, when someone falls, that's when the scrap gets stopped. It is true. <laughs> so, well, like. Yeah, and like, uh, and who was it? Um, Sid the Kid, you know, Sidney Crosby. Like, man, they're smart with him because, you know, they, they can't have him getting into no fights. <laughs> so you got like four enforcers like out on, out on the ice whenever he's there. <laughs> what, is Crosby like a little dude or what? Yeah, and uh, I mean, he's probably, I mean, a couple years ago, he was the face of the NHL, you know. Like, I don't know if it's still like that today. All right, we got 
two more questions, then we're getting up out of here. And uh, Jarrett said, Cam or Car? This one is fucking tough. This one is fucking tough for me. Okay. You want to know something about Derek Carr? Is that he's only had one good game in Kansas City in his career, and it was last year. It was ba- it was basically their Super Bowl. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I, I and they're supposed to be, you know, anywhere from you know fifteen to twenty mile an hour winds again. I'm not fooling with with Carr. I'm going Cam against Atlanta. This is put up or shut up time for Cam. Like this game could determine if he's ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL again. And I think I'm going to go Cam versus the Falcons because they have been so shitty. I'm, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling okay. with it. My dad, my dad, look at my dad with the fantasy advice. Like, oh, what about that Mac Jones? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, and, uh, he's not good for fantasy though, pops. <laughs> Reality, yes. And Levon, Levon on Facebook. My dad slid through. My, you know, my dad. He be he be uh, dropping the girls off, right? And he always sees my garage. He's like, I'm gonna come by and I'm clean your garage. I'm like, nah, <laughs> it's unnecessary. I'm like, the genius is messy, and he, so he's over here like he just can't stand. It's he can't stand like how how I be having shit like everywhere. <laughs> I'll tell you. Every time someone cleans up my workstation, it, it usually ends up lo- like stuff is always lost. That's what I'm saying. Like, I actually just turned and looked right now, like, make sure you don't throw anything away I need. <laughs> but I appreciate it, though. You know what I mean? But- always, always appreciated. And uh, what up, LaVon? He said, what's up with Joe Mixon? Is he a start? I mean, if he, if he plays, I'm playing him. But, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, he didn't practice all week due to this quote-unquote um, illness. I want to see what they say about him tomorrow. You know what? If he does a walk, if he does a walkthrough, I say there's a chance. Yeah. He has, well, he hasn't even because you remember the week he was out there all week in a hood in a hoodie. Yep. Remember he was out there in a hoodie and yep. he ended up playing. Yep. And did decent. Yeah, he did really. He did well actually. So I'm not. I mean, and an illness is something also too. It's like you just want to keep him away from the rest of the team. You know what I mean? So he yeah. doesn't. Get everybody sick, you feel me? If that's what's really wrong with them. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, this could be total fucking coach speak. And, yep, and uh, Facebook user. So we heard this also earlier. An ESPN insider said that Mixon is going to play. Um, Go. We're expecting it because, I mean, if, his, if if this is really an illness, we expect him to play. I was just always of the mindset. We heard shit about his neck, you know, being an issue. And I just always thought that this – could be somewhat coach speak that they don't want to reveal what his actual injury is. And, you know, they're just saying illness. Cause that's like, you know, it's almost like what super draft pro is doing I'm, with these memberships. They're working around the system a little bit. I'm more so worried. I'm more so worried about someone like Boston Scott, right? Because like, if it, is it a Boston Scott situation where he was sick and then they're like, no, but he's going to play. And then he does nothing like at all. You know what I mean? It's that, that if Joe Mixon plays, this is not the case. You know what I mean? But like maybe sharing, but they have, they, they haven't been shy. They've never shied away from sharing the workload. With, with- um, all right, Bogart, we're going to get into your tank real quick here. Let's go back. Cause I don't remember too much. And you, you remember some stats off the top of the dome. Let's see if you remember this while I go research. Remember that game where Mixon came back 
and we almost thought he was coming back too early or whatever. And like Samaji ended up scoring a, a touchdown catch and whatever. You remember anything about that game? The, um, who was it against? Was it against the Packers? I honestly don't remember. I just remember the the situations that happened. Because I remember uh, one of the games that he came back off uh, off uh, illness. Actually, I think it was too. Right. Um, I know P Ryan got a ton of work too, but but I think P Ryan's work was uh it it was a uh, it was his numbers were skewed because he had a big run to the house. And it was in like it was against the Ravens. There it is. There was a game against the Ravens. Joe Mixon didn't practice all week. He was on, but they were like, "You've seen in a hoodie." But he definitely got up for that game. They got to get up for this game. Man, you're you're so on point with that too. Because I was looking at the snap counts, and uh, and the only game that it could have kind of been was Week Seven, where the snap counts were almost 50-50. And I was like, "That has to be the game." And that was the rape, the game against and the. Then Yep, you threw the Ravens out, and then that's who I saw. They they did it right there, and uh, and and let's see how did the split work then? Literally fifty fifty. Uh, Twelve carries for fifty nine yards. Mixon got and he got that touch touchdown, and then Samaj P Ryan had eleven carries, fifty two yards, also had the touchdown. Yeah, but he had, like, he had like a thirty something yard house call. Oh yeah, for sure. And then uh, Samaj also had one reception for twenty three yards as well. So. Oh, that might have been the tug, actually. It wasn't. It was the rush that he got it, but he did have the long 23-yard catch. Yeah. So, and also CJ Uzama was a little bit more um, active in the red zone this week as well. That was the week that he had two touchdowns. Hold on, Dad. I'm about to be done. Yep, we're getting out of here right now. So just uh, let's keep that with a great, you know, take the, all that with a grain of salt and uh, mix some plays on playing them. Um, so I would just, I, I I'm just going to say everyone else should do. Go get a Samaji P. Ryan, you know, if he's available. Or go get a, um, you know, um, who else is in that one? Uh, uh, maybe a, a Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Someone that you could pivot to off Alan Lazard, A.J. Green, something like that. Find somebody, if not somebody, in the same time slot. You know what I mean? There we go. All right. We're getting up out of here. Friday show is always the most important. We're going to have, um, I'm going to be live streaming tomorrow for a wake and bake Q&A Minnesota edition. And then I'm going to be flying back to San Diego. And then we got a dope show tomorrow evening. Bogart, why don't you tell them about it? Yes, yeah, the Real Fantasy Playmakers regular season finale. You know what I mean? We're gonna, It's still the what-if series, so we're throwing some what-ifs. But it's also just a grandiose Q&A. You know, it's our normal Saturday night tip episode but you know we're just mashing you with the playmakers because uh we didn't do playmakers wednesday because we uh, we had a uh, uh, other obligations uh, all of us so it actually worked out and um i think we're going we're going live 9 30 p.m eastern so you know what i mean come rock with us on a saturday night you know what i mean there's there's gonna be a lot of more information following in we'll be able to update you on you know the likes of mike williams and the likes of uh you know even maybe a joe mixon a lot of these guys that we're monitoring this is like this is you know, we're going to get some some real strong answers here. Hell yeah. Saturday night show is going to be the second most important show of the week. You guys need to tap in on Sunday morning. There's going to be so many questions that we've all had all week that will not be answered until Sunday morning. So appreciate you guys tapping in. Don't forget for me, just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go follow me everywhere. You can get to Super Draft Pro from there as well. Go hit me up on Patreon because uh, you guys need to get there. I'm live streaming more than I was last year for sure. 
But uh, I know that people want the DM access and things like that. You got to get on Patreon to get that because uh, I'm getting like uh, probably like 200 DMs a day on Facebook because that group that we have on Facebook, there's like 72,000 members and everyone sees that I'm the admin and the group was created by the Fantasy Football Hustler. So you guys got to get there. Got to get there. All right. And my man, Jeff, YouTube member here. I got you, bro. <coughs> so what's up, gents? Cheers. Do y'all trust Herbert or, <coughs> or Ty Johnson? Neither, because I'm assuming you're talking about Khalil Herbert. Um, David Montgomery was a full go in practice today. He's going to be good to go. So if I'm choosing one of the two, I'm choosing Ty Johnson, but I do not trust him. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go <laughs> to the waiver if I'm him. I'm, first of all, I'm going to agree with you. It's Ty Johnson if I have to choose between those two. Lester are two evils. But I am going to say, look for like a Rashad Penny maybe. You know what I mean? Like if, That's probably a, a running back play this week than either of those guys. I mean, Ty Johnson's playing against the Saints. They're their number one run defense. And, he, and you know, I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but he plays for the Jets, too. You know, they're not good. You know what I mean? Not at all. Not at all. And then, you know what I'm saying? Um, Khalil Herbert, you're going to need – he did tear up Green Bay last time they played, had two touchdowns on him, but he was the only guy there. Montgomery was out. Montgomery's back. It's his show. You know what yep. I mean? I'm looking for, like, a Rashad Penny – Maybe I'm and the guy I'm dropping probably be Ty Johnson because if anything happens to Montgomery, you have a fucking a top fifteen play with Herbert. So I'm I'm looking for Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny probably probably gonna do just that much better than a Ty Johnson. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: they're all they're both in committees, Ty Johnson and Penny. But Penny is the least the lead. I mean, I know Coleman's out, but uh. I just don't – yeah, I'm not I'm not fooling, especially that they're not going to target him either. Like, Zach Wilson doesn't check down to the running back. Not at all. The only he time he checks it, it down is when they're not looking at him, then he'll throw he it at their back. Right at, him, right at their dome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Zachary. I don't care how good you did. He threw the ball into Ty Johnson's back when he wasn't looking at it. Right. <laughs> all right, guys, we're out. And Team Money said, peace, fellas, good shit. Appreciate you for always tapping in. Shout out to everyone who tapped in the whole time because I saw there's a bunch of people on here the whole time. Appreciate you guys. Yep. We're out. We'll be back tomorrow for some live streams. We'll be back on Sunday. And then fantasy news today, next week, playoff edition. Playoffs are here, baby. Let's get this last dub. Let's make sure we all got a good spot in the playoffs. And if you're fighting for a bye this week, Let's get it. You don't hold anything back. Go big or go home. Oh, yeah. We're out. Peace. Peace.